to the graphic nature of this program, listener discretion is advised. But it's, I really need to talk to somebody, and I think maybe you're the only person who won't make fun of me. Oh gosh, I'd never make fun of somebody with a problem. But it's, do you know what you're supposed to do when your penis gets hard? Well, sure I do. Really? Yes, well, sit down, Jimmy, we should have a little talk. You see, Jimmy, when a man's penis becomes hard, the man puts it into a lady, into her vagina. Then, the hard penis sneezes milk inside the lady's tummy. And after it's all done sneezing milk, the penis stops being hard, and the man loses interest in the lady. So, when your penis becomes hard, you're supposed to put it in a lady's vagina. And then it stops being hard? That's right, Jimmy. But where am I going to find a lady to stick my penis in? The talent show is this Friday. Your podcast will fail. It's just a coincidence that you were talking about the Jack and Triumph show and I'm here. Thank you so much for having me on your podcast. Hey man, this is Kevin Smith, guy who makes all those unlistenable podcasts over at Smodcast.com and you're listening to the Two Strangers One Podcast. This is podcasting. You're listening to Two Strangers One Podcast. Subscribe to us on iTunes or on the Stitcher app for Android devices. Please visit twostrangersonepodcast.net. Now, here's Chris Cologne and Paul Pasquillo. Well, hello and welcome to Two Strangers, One Podcast. I'm Chris. I'm Paul. And we are not going to storm Area 51. I have no fucking plans of doing that. I think it's incredibly stupid. I am not going to go where uh, government agents are going to have guns and weapons and tanks. And then these dummies decide to fucking, like, declare it on social media. And I guess it's if you're going to uh, uh, recruit that many people to go storm area 51 uh i mean i guess if you're gonna recruit a lot of people it's you have to have some sort of social media presence i mean but yeah i think this is gonna be nothing good is gonna happen <laughs> i mean and well, let's just say let's just say there really was uh uh uh, uh, uh you know let's just say there was a, a secret government base and they announced and people announced that they're gonna fucking raid it like they just start moving the shit out of there, <laughs> you know. No, they wouldn't. They wouldn't move the shit out of there. They just put a bunch of tanks and <laughs> army people there. That's all. You know. I mean, I'm pretty sure there's like underground tunnels and stuff like that, and and you know, uh, you know, shipping carts and and you know, like in the movies, like you know, like big trains underground, and you know, they'll move all the alien bodies and move all the the stolen technology and Jimmy Hoffa's body. And, and Elvis Presley and the Loch Ness Monster and Bigfoot and all those things. You know, so the people, you're going to rate it. And first and foremost, if you're singing to rate it, then you're going to get fucking shot. That's just, yep. that's, that's just first and foremost. But yeah. then, you know, if you, even if somehow you magically got through, you overtook, they, they can't kill all of us. Um, you know, you're going to come to a fucking empty warehouse. So. <laughs> Or whatever, you know. Well, it'll it'll be like the empty warehouse, and underneath it is where everything is. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm waiting, and these fucking idiots are doing like I mean I I understand this these are people just having fun with it. They're you know people doing the Naruto run, right? Mm-hmm. That's the Naruto run where where you run and you put your your, your Naruto you, you, Naruto where you put your arms behind you, you arch you kind yep. of bend over a little bit and you run, <laughs> and it's supposed to like make you run faster and invulnerable to fucking shots or something like that. <sighs> and I'm just like I've I've had the 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 pleasure of like interviewing the fucking voice of Naruto or whatever. Yet I've never seen it a cartoon. Um, it's but, it's it, it, the whole idea is incredibly stupid, but 
<laughs> I mean, I mean, is it going to be entertaining? Fuck yes. These yes, fucking, it is. Someone, and, you know, I, I'm waiting for like a Leroy Jenkins. You know, I want someone to just, you know, storm in there and get shot the fuck up because it's n- nothing, <laughs> nothing good is going to happen. Like it's, you know, but all the all the memes are so hilarious and the gifts and everything are just hilarious. Uh, how about that guy that dresses up like an alien in that green suit uh-huh. and just pulling like doing shit like he's in the gym. He's in <laughs> he's running around like a town. It's kind of funny. Yeah, so. or yeah, he's like he's like he escaped and stuff like that. He's hiding and he's jumping. I don't know. It's it's one of those things where like we laugh about it now. I mean, hopefully it'll like you know. I don't want. I honestly don't want people to get hurt. But it is going to be funny, and if people actually take this shit seriously, somebody's gonna fucking get hurt. All right. So it's and it's stuff like that. I like to put that in the in the podcast because it's 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 very much a snapshot of where the fuck we are right now in, yeah. in our world. The fucking world is falling apart, but people are talking about. You know, when they should be raiding, uh, you know, the, the, the concentration camps where, <laughs> where people are held in horrendous conditions, uh, you know, where, you know, people are, you know, in a cage that's like 10 feet by 10 feet and there's 30 people in the cage, uh, horrible things like let's, that. Let's not talk about that. <laughs> yeah. Come on, please. I mean, yeah, I do have a couple of Trump things and, and, and ladies and gentlemen, we have a fucking, Obviously, we're going to talk all about New York, uh, San Diego Comic Con and all the nerdy news ever since then. Our last episode was recorded on, uh, July the 4th and we're recording this on the 25th. Life fucking happens, unfortunately. Good shit and bad shit constantly fucking happens. So we, we weren't able to record as, as frequently as we wanted to. Uh, it's that, all Chris's fault. I blame him. Yeah, you know, my life has been a fucking roller coaster as it always. My life is never boring. I can honestly say that. Mm. But there's people like, uh, I don't understand people like when they go on Facebook and like, I'm bored. Like, what the fuck are you doing? Because there's always shit to be done. Now, and mind you, I got thousands of things that I need, I need to get to. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm a bachelor and my house is a fucking wreck and I have to take care of that. And then I got to go to work and then, you know, I got, projects that i'm writing then doing the podcast uh you know i'm helping out other people with their projects and that's uh, something i won't get into right now but you know hopefully i'll be help uh, you know i'll be making an announcement soon about uh someone's project or whatever and you know i like i got so much i don't there aren't enough fucking hours in the day you better tell me after this podcast you fucker oh no no it's just it's a it's a small independent project and 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 i'm helping out and you know it's in the it's in the vein of like maybe you know maybe getting something started when it comes to making an independent movie mm. you know so and and once it, and i don't maybe i feel bad talking about it right now because i don't want to jinx it but you know, i'm just saying is like i have a million things going on not to mention that i want to spend time with my daughter not to mention mm-hmm. that you know uh, you know, I do like to socialize. I do like to, uh, go to open mic nights and go to karaoke nights. And cause I've been doing comedy, did comedy last night, as a matter of fact. We're recording this on a Thursday. Uh, my local bar has open mic comedy. I've been doing that. And it's weird because, like, there's this whole, like, community of comedians and stuff like that. They're slowly accepting me as one of their own. Um, but, uh, and so the funny thing is, like, even last night, uh, last episode or the episode before that, I played the set that I did on my birthday. And, uh, like last night, I maybe only used two jokes from that set. So, you know, I'm trying to, um, add new material every time I go up on stage, mm. you know, cause, and don't be wrong, these, the comedians that, that, that I work with, a lot of them, and I see, you know, you see them, sometimes they'll add a new joke or they'll change a joke, but unfortunately there are a couple of people, they tell the same fucking jokes every time they get up on stage. And that gets a little annoying. Not annoying, but I mean, maybe they're trying to perfect like that five minutes or whatever. But, uh, 
you know, I'm not, I don't want to be one of those people. I added, like I said, I did, I did five minutes last night and I maybe used two of the same jokes that I used on my birthday. So I got so much shit. And that's like, you know, don't be wrong. It'd be great if I had other things going on in my life, but I'm very busy. And speaking of things that I want going on in my life, uh, also last Mm. night before I went out to the, before I went out to the open mic, I went on a date and, uh, I know it's been about time. Well, actually, since since the last podcast, I feel like I always feels like confession. Confession, right? Since I, you know, it's been you know seven years since my last confession. Since the last podcast, I've actually went on two separate dates from Jesus. girls from girls that I met on the dating site. Now, the first one, and you know, and uh, two, both of these wonderful women. Uh, I'm I'm not going to speak bad of them. I have no reason to be speak bad of them. One uh, mm. I one I met. I think we were, I was scheduled to see her the Friday after. (laughs) I was scheduled. Well, I'm saying, well, you set up a date and then like what happened was that Friday, we were set, like we recorded on a Thursday. I just, I just see you like with a calendar book being like, I think I can fit you in at three o'clock on Tuesday. What do you think? Hey, look, I got a job and a kid (laughs) and other things going on in my life. I do have to schedule and you know. But I'm saying you set up a date with someone. If you talk to someone on the dating site and things are going good and you seem to have a rapport and you go back and forth and then you say, hey, you know, would you like to go out Friday? So, I mean, if I, if I, I don't mean it to sound all business-like, but we were, we were planning to go out that Friday. Then, like, half an hour before the fucking date. Oh, my daughter's, my daughter uh, hurt her arm and we have to go to urgent care and all this shit. And that's the one thing that I've noticed with a lot of fucking these, these people that I've met online and talking is sort of like, a lot of people will chicken out at the last minute. Like, mm. and you know, and I understand it's, 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 it's uncomfortable to meet a stranger that you met online. I'm, you know, there's fucking horror stories out there. Um, you know, I've always set it up where like, you know, let's go and we're meeting in a public place. You know and I'm saying we're going to meet at a, you know, restaurant. We'll have some dinner or whatever. And so I felt like I was getting the brush off. I was like, Oh fuck, here we go again with this. You know, there's a lot of fucking flakes here in <laughs> Rochester. And, uh, so I guess that happened. And then like the next day, I kind of hit her up on the, on the, on the, you know, the okay Cupid or whatever. And I was like, well, you know, uh, we could reschedule. And sometimes, you know, like, Sometimes, uh, you know, when they when they call out the last minute, I think maybe they like they change their mind. They don't want to meet anybody or whatever the case may be. But then she actually said, no, we could let's meet on Sunday, you know, for to make up for Friday. So, you know, went out a date. It was a good date. You know, it was fine. You know, had a nice conversation. And then like after the date, like when before before the date, we're talking and talking, you know, you, you message back and forth. Cause, you know, first you start messaging on the on the app. And then I guess as, as you get comfortable enough with someone, you actually give them your phone number. Then you start going back and forth with text messages. Um, she was not a big fan of like talking on the phone. I'm like, it's so weird. Everybody like these, both these girls, like they text, text, text. And it's like, you know, don't you want to talk on the phone? Like, no, maybe I'm, uh, I'm no. an old guy that I remember like you would talk like when you're still in the early parts of, of relationship. And not that these are relationships, but in the early parts of meeting someone and getting to know them, you get on the phone and you talk to them till the fucking sun comes up. I mean, I, I, technology is taking that away from us. Like, you yeah. know, people don't want to text. People don't want to talk. They want to text. So, well, it's easier sorry. because then you're not, you know, you can kind of be more honest and whatever. And you don't have to really, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, you don't have to be so immediate. Cause, right. Cause when you're, when you're talking on the phone, you have to keep the <clears> flow going like a podcast. <laughs> and uh 
you would like text. this one right here. Yeah, you could you could take your time when you're texting. So after the date, like we were like then the text like slowed the fuck down. We're like it was it came to like a text a day, and I'm like you know dude, if I gotta fucking pull a conversation out of you, <laughs> you know I'm not dude, but you know what I mean like I I, I you know. I do a podcast. I I I I, I, I states dudes now. <laughs> I may have to, man. But I'm just saying is <laughs> I'm just you know, I like to talk, obviously, and and I hate trying to talk to someone that doesn't want to talk to me back. And I understand life happens and shit happens or whatever, but you know, to, when it when it slows down to a crawl of like a one text a day, you know, then I'm like, all right, you know, either maybe she was being nice on the first, and I asked her, I said, do you want to go on another date? She said, yeah. And then like, uh, I had mentioned something, but we didn't set any, we didn't set, we didn't schedule a date. <laughs> um, but I was saying, you know, then like, I'm like, maybe she was just being nice. You know, maybe she met somebody else. You know, there's a million reasons she could have just, you know, maybe she wasn't that into me and she just, you know, in this day and age, a woman can't tell a guy I'm not into you because the guy will turn into a fucking you know, stalker, serial killer. Um, so, mm-hmm. so I said, all right, you know what? I could take a hint. You know, I'll I'll leave her alone. So I started talking to this other girl, and uh, and we were talking about this before the podcast. You know, I I and I'm just gonna say, and I, I hopefully <laughs> if I meet another girl on a dating site later on, and she listens back to old episodes, uh, this was probably the the nicest, normalist <laughs> person that I've met on this site. Because you know, did you meet you meet people? And obviously, look, I'm no fucking, I'm no Romeo, I'm no I'm no fucking prize or anything <laughs> like that. But, you know, I mean, everybody's flawed, but I, you know, I was talking to this chick and she was, you know, and, and for someone to take my sense of humor, cause sometimes like, you know, you t- when I talk to some of these other girls, you know, I'll make a joke and like they take it the wrong way or they respond the wrong way. You know, I was being funny. I was being charming. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we had, a, we seemed to have a really good rapport. She seems, you know, she seemed to have her shit together, which is, is nice. <laughs> and, uh, so once again, you know, we went out last night, uh, you know, had a couple beers, had a couple tacos, uh, had a good time. And then when the date was over, and like, I could kind of see, I kind of felt when the date sort of, it, I don't want to say it was a, I mean, it was a good date. It was a good date. I could kind of feel when the, like, the switch clicked over. And then like, and then after, after the date, you know, you kind of start texting back and forth or whatever. And then she said, texted me and was like, you know, like, like, oh, you're a good guy, but I don't see us dating. I don't see it in the cards. And I was like, oh, fuck. And, you know, and have I been mopey all day today? Yeah, I've been mopey because it's fucking nobody likes rejection. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I, no. I, you know, uh, maybe, you know, obviously, look, you know, you, you build someone up in your head and, and, you know, no one is who nobody is who they are in your head. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, That's for sure. You know, yeah. And so, obviously, you know, I just had her and I turned into an item. Like I said, out of all the girls that I've met and dated on the site, this was the most normal, nice, funny, cool fucking... And once again, uh, maybe I'll meet someone in the future, and, and if she's nosy enough to listen to my old podcast, and, <laughs> and Chris, you son of a... What the fuck are you talking about? Look, well, this is before I met you, because I'm not talking to anybody right now. So, uh, sweetheart, if you're listening to this podcast in the future, <laughs> this was before I met you. So, uh, you know, uh, I, I'm still single right now before we're so, dating, so before we have our 20 X, kids. <laughs> girl so X. Girl X. Uh, 
Chris is Chris doesn't this mean This is before you, okay? we met. So I'm not cheating on you. Don't worry, you don't have any other competition. But that being <laughs> said, you know, and so and once again, it just it's rejection. At least like the the first girl, I mean, it, it was a, it was like a slow rejection, like I guess oh, the fucking the text messages messages slowed down. So, all right, I get it. Uh then this one. And once again, it's not like she didn't reject me like, "Oh, you're an asshole, you're a scumbag." She she said, "You're a nice guy." Yada yada yada, you know. But I guess I don't <laughs> I don't like nice guys. No. Well, and, I mean, I guess that's a good segue into, um, let's see, it's July 25th as we're recording this. Yeah. Um, it's been a little bit over a year since I've uh, not been with my ex. And, uh, Which you is know, something we haven't really spoken about on the podcast, but I mean, yeah, I'm pretty sure I people, mean, who, people who, and, and I understand I mean, it's a sensitive topic, and, and but... I, like people who listen sort of like got the gist, <laughs> but go on. I'm sorry. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I don't like to talk about it, honestly. Um, but, um, let me kind of talk about what this whole year has been for me. Um, pretty much. And I, and I kind of indicated this over this past year. Um, like what I've gone through, mm-hmm. um, like my transformation myself. Um, I mean, I'll be honest, like a lot of it, I started because I wanted to figure out what the hell was wrong with me. Um, and come to find out there's a lot, there was some things wrong and they were all medical, thank God. Um, and it was very easy to take care of. Um, so I guess I haven't really talked about that and let me kind of, that I'll get into very in depth. I'll kind of a little bit get into the, that other part. But, um, so before me and her broke up, I had scheduled a, you still there, Chris? Yeah, yeah, I'm here. Did you not hear? Okay. It kind of, it kind of went away for a minute. No, I hear you. You're good. Okay. Sorry. Um, so before, sleep apnea? Before, I know that was a big thing. Oh, um, well, okay. So, so that's where it started. Um, okay. basically what happened was, is I had to start, um, I had to go for physical because what they do is they give you a referral to go get the sleep test. Mm-hmm. So went to the doctor, first of all, found out it was, and I don't like to admit how much I weighed at that point, but 290 pounds. Mm-hmm. Um, I looked at that number and went, um, no, that's not going to happen. <laughs> I'm like, no, 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 no. Paul does not like that number. Um, <clears throat> so I, uh, I went and I got a blood test too. And the blood test came back that I was at 6.1, which is slightly in the yellow heading towards diabetes. Mm-hmm. So it was in like the caution part of di- of the measurement. I'm like, fuck. Okay. <laughs> this isn't going to help me either. So, um, Immediately, I got I got a, a a gym membership, and I'm gonna be honest with you guys. It, it was with having two jobs. It's it's very hard to exercise more than like three times a week when you have that. Mm-hmm. So the weight wasn't really coming off as as fast as I wanted it to. Um, but you know, I went and got the sleep study done, got that referral. All of a sudden, I've got sleep. To, I, well, it's not all of a sudden. I mean, my ex kind of indicated that, and you know, thanks to her. That's how all this started anyways. Mm-hmm. But um, basically, I had severe sleep apnea. I don't have that anymore because I have a CPAP machine after lots of money. Um, mm-hmm. But it's worth it. it. It definitely is worth it, dude. Like I've, As a result of having that machine, it gives me more sleep. I've gotten more energy. Um, my weight loss, and I can say this, and I'm hopefully – excuse me. I'm hopefully – you know, it stays where it's at, but, um, I'm about 40 pounds down from where I was in August. Mm-hmm. So that's a huge thing for me. Um, I only have, I only am working one job because through this, my main job not only gave me a different title, but it gave me a raise, a substantial mm-hmm. raise. So I was able to, um, 
not only, you know, um, get rid of my other job, which I did. I, I didn't do it at, that quickly. I waited till I think April, like the last week in March. Um, but basically dude, like I had, I've paid off a lot of my debt since then. Like I, I only have, and a lot of the bills, dude, like let's, let's just take my student loans out of the out of this conversation <laughs> like those those are like the that's like that's that's like that um that that grandmother that keeps asking you are you going to get married <laughs> it's <laughs> like it's like it's just lingering over you continues to linger and you're just like whatever i know it's there fuck it um but um i've gotten pretty much all of my debt pretty much paid off a lot of my newer debt is because of um all the the sleep stuff and everything because my insurance wasn't paying a lot of that Mm -hmm. which was another conversation but we're not going to have that today (laughs) trust me trust me we could spend a whole 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 podcast on the on the insurance that i have but we're not going to do that today Mm -hmm. um so um i've gotten like that part has been really great you know we i talked about this a couple podcasts ago that you know i went to adult swim finally Mm -hmm. that was that was really good um it's just been a really good time. And, you know, another thing that I don't like to admit, and I will admit now, is that since that point, I've been here in my parents' house. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And the problem was is I had so much money that I had to pay off that I couldn't I couldn't go get an apartment. Like, if I went and got an apartment, Chris, I probably would be bankrupt right now. Probably living in a hood like me. <laughs> <laughs> well, you said it. I didn't. Um, <laughs> so... Um, Oh, look, they're coming to get you. The Sons of Anarchy yeah. are driving by my house right now. Go on, I'm sorry. <laughs> yes. Um, so, you know, I, I've hit it. Like, everything except the relationship part was great this whole last year. It was, it was wonderful. Like, oh, and obviously I talked about this too. I had, what was it, about a month or two ago, I had to, the last part of this whole stupid journey of health and checking everything. And God, you, you know what, Chris? You know what the one thing I hate about our healthcare system? It takes, like, so fucking long to get an appointment to get into like a doctor or a fucking eye exam or whatever. Mm-hmm. You're just like, what do you mean six months from now? <laughs> so, so <laughs> I, I go in eyes to, now. <laughs> well, so my eyes, I didn't feel like my eyes were that bad. Mm-hmm. Like I've noticed like when I get really tired or I'm like exhausted, <laughs> like some things are a little bit blurrier. It's not like a straight on picture. Not, not like if I'm watching the TV, but like if I'm looking at the, the computer right now. So the woman goes, good news is you don't have any diabetes. I'm like, well, I mean, I'm, well, by the way, I forgot to mention this. I took another blood test a couple months back. My, a, my, uh, diabetes is 4.5, I believe, or 5.4. And it's like, it's right in the green, like nothing. Okay. So no diabetes. Yeah, no four, right, I'll be honest with 4.5. I don't know what the hell that means. So yeah. It, it's, it's hard to explain. I'm not going to explain it. So, mm-hmm. um, back to the glasses she's like but you're you have like a what is it called stigma or whatever um in your eye stigmatism yeah yeah yeah. so um i obviously had to get glasses for that to adjust for that and it's you know it's actually been it's like it's like going from an okay picture to an hd picture is what but that's how i've explained it to people (laughs) because like it's like oh this looks good oh my god that looks really good Mm -hmm. you know what i mean like so that's been that's been nice too so, you know, I've gone through this whole past year and I'm happy where I'm at. And I can also say right now that probably in October, November, maybe December, depending on where my money's at, um, I probably will actually have my own place. Mm-hmm. Finally. Um, 
And by the way, I didn't start getting paid really well for my new job until March. So to tell you that from March, and I paid off a bunch of bills between March and now, like that's when I started getting a majority of them paid off. Like to do that in a matter of months and be able to start saving towards an apartment, that's really fucking good. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that means uh, that's definitely good. I, I'm, I feel really happy about where I'm at. Now, I'm not going to go too far and I'm sure Chris will stop me if I, if I do. Um, but, um, I don't really feel like any, I don't feel any ill will towards her. I don't feel any like resentment or anything like that. Um, what I feel like, see the, the, the thing like Chris was talking about before I started talking, obviously about relationships, geez, they just really want to come and kill you. Don't they, Chris? (laughs) Um, (laughs) um, but seriously, so, you know, it's, it's, it's very with, with relationships. It's, it's, you know, if somebody's not happy in a relationship, and by the way, when we say somebody's not happy, that doesn't necessarily mean it's you. Mm-hmm. Let me make that point. Um, if they're not happy with nothing, themselves. Yeah, if they're not happy with themselves, they're not really, you know, they're not going to really want to be in a relationship because they're going to think that they're not happy in a relationship where, you know, and that, and I think that's what happened because, see, that's the other thing I did was is I reflected back on my stuff. And, you know, Chris, you, you can back me up on this. I, I treated my ex like a queen. Mm-hmm. I mean, I pretty much paid for a lot of stuff. You know this. I, I, I mean, you can back me up on this. I paid for a lot of stuff. I took care of her and her daughter. Um, you know, it wasn't, I didn't do anything, you know, I'm not a perfect guy. No guy's perfect. Okay. Mm-hmm. And yeah, we had, we had arguments, but let me tell you something. If I can count every argument on one hand in five years, mm-hmm. well, you know the, what I mean? I, like, okay. So the uh, let me just throw my two cents in here. I, I I think she felt, and it's one of those deals where like, and it's one it's one of those things where she also have to fucking have to, she, she had to fucking understand that you work two fucking jobs, and you know I think she felt like you know you'd come home and yeah you'd kind of want to just chill and stuff like that, but yeah. you know, but also understand that there are women out there who would kill that their man works two jobs and comes mm-hmm. and comes home. And they don't have to worry about where he is. They don't have to worry about what is he doing and stuff like that. Right. You know, you came home and, you know, uh, yeah, you're exhausted or whatever the case may be. Well, but, but like, once again, she did not have to worry about you fooling around. She didn't have mm-hmm. to worry about you throwing money. You know, you you weren't a gambler. You weren't a drug user. You didn't fucking hang out at the bars. You certainly didn't fucking cheat on her or have any fucking side pieces or anything like that. Mm-hmm. And and I know it's one of those deals. Like, you know, there are women out there who are lonely as fuck and wish that they had a guy, even if even if it's if it's to have a guy who comes home and lays in the bed that they could lay down next to another fucking body because. Mm-hmm. You know, he's, and it's like, and it's not because you're tired because you're doing dumb shit all day. You're hanging out with the fellas or doing, you're tired because you just came from working two fucking jobs. So, I mean, like I said, I can see how she was a little like, you know, and all women are like that. You know, they, 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 you know, they feel like they're being, and it's not like, it's not like you were ignoring her to ignore her. And and it's not that you were ignoring her. It's just, you came home and you were fucking exhausted from working two fucking jobs. You know what I'm saying? Well, I think, I mean, okay, so uh, I'm not going to disagree with what you said. It's not all, you know, real relationships are not about love and romance and lovey-dovey, touchy-feely shit. Real romance, and especially in this fucking economy, and especially in this fucking day and age, are about two fucking people handling their fucking business. And you were handling your fucking business. Chris, I I, I feel like you wanted to get this off your chest for a while. (laughs) What I'm just saying is this, you know, like I said, there are women out there, like I said, look, I'm a single guy or whatever. If, If I dated a girl and she had two fucking jobs, I wouldn't stress her out the minute she got home. Mm-mm. 
You know what I'm saying? I would love to have a woman with two jobs. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, uh, you know, uh, even like p- part of the reason that girl that I had a date with last night, she had a decent job and, you know, and of course she has her kid and she has things that are, you know, and it's sort of like you just understand that that's part of someone's life, you know? Right. And, and. Jeez, they just don't like you. <laughs> they're, they're having a fucking biker rally outside my house. Um, but, uh, you know, and maybe it's because I've been on the other side. I've been, I've been the person who worked a 56 hour week. You know, I'd work a 40 hour week and, and, and try to get overtime. And, you know, so with that being said, you know, I'd, I'd work, you know, after working a 16 hour shift to come home and get three and a half hours of sleep to go right back out and do another eight hours at work. You know, I've been on that side where I wouldn't stress somebody out about, Oh, you only come home to go lay down and go to sleep and close, you know, take a shower and leave because some dude you're holding the fucking are the, are the fucking bills paid? Is there a roof over your head? Is there food in the fucking fridge? Well, hey, that's the fucking trade off. Or you could be a fucking well, bum. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, so, oh, okay. So My I, two I don't. Cents, I'm sorry. <laughs> I, 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 so I don't necessarily disagree with you. Uh-huh. I do think that was probably part of it. But see, the problem was is I wasn't getting the proper sleep. And it wasn't because of her. It ended up being because of the medical issues that I had. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that's not an excuse. That's it's it's right there, and I have medical records. It tells me. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like so. Um, so, but see, that's what I was trying to say. Like I originally started this as an effort to kind of bring myself, get myself back into that relationship, mm-hmm. if we're being honest. And what I did was, as I said. But then, but then what had happened, Chris, was I started realizing that I had to do this for myself. Cause if I, if I don't do this for myself, and that's not being greedy or anything, it's, it's the fact that if I didn't do this for myself, I was going to get diabetes. I was still not going to get enough sleep, even on one job. And I was just going to, you know, spiral out of control. I, I keep, keep this in perspective, dude. My, my father has to shoot up, um, insulin every single day. Mm. Okay. He's got type 2 diabetes. Um, he's had his eyes fucked with, a.k.a. why he went for the goddamn eye exam. Um, he's had shots in his eyes. Um, they're replacing the cataract in one of his eyes. Oh, God, what else? Um, yeah, my dad. Had, that's a cut Like, my dad had to have lasers shot in his eye to cauterize, <laughs> to cauterize, like, blood vessels inside his eye. I think he's hit that, too. I yeah, and, that, that too. and so, unfortunately, that's something that comes with diabetes, you know, and it's like. And, and my father has, is, um, leukemia but it's mm-hmm. not like full-blown because they caught it way before it even happened mm-hmm. um so that's another thing i have to worry about but i think working out and that's going to help me a lot um but so getting back to what i was saying like you know the one thing i did want to mention is that i think i felt like a couple people that listen to this podcast and have been on this podcast have been concerned about me and i and i kind of just want to just give a little clarification of why i was doing what i was doing because, you know, like, like you were saying, oh, this was like, this was the one girl that I wanted to be with kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Like the relationship I had with her was basically the relationship I was looking for. And let me explain that just a little bit. So, you know, we get this idea in our heads, like, this is the type of relationship I want. I want that Dawson's Creek <laughs> <laughs> fucking relationship. Okay. Um, and then you go and you get, um, let's see, you, you get, you find that relationship because here's the thing. I treated her like a queen and I'll be honest. She treated me like a king. She mm-hmm. did. She, I mean, you, you saw how, how, how clean that house was. Mm-hmm. And by the way, she didn't, she didn't have to do that for me. I would have done that myself, but that was her choice. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And you know, she, I mean, like when somebody like sits there and says, well, or tries to make fun of me and she like 
immediately just defends defends me that's where you get like a wake-up call and you go whoa this is what this is what a real relationship is you know what i mean and this and by the way i'm not bullshitting here you know she may even listen to this podcast i'm not fucking bullshitting here dude i can sit here and tell you i could i could spit any lie right now if i wanted to i'm not this isn't bullshit this is me being straight up with you like this was a really good relationship i just don't think that and it wasn't it wasn't what maybe what you said chris was part of it but I think that she just wasn't happy with herself. Mm-hmm. And, you know, doing my reflection, I know that I had some my own issues. Most of them were medical. And I'm so, so, so much of a happier person because of me doing that. Not because I'm not with her, because there's that part of me that's kind of that was for a long time was really like I'm missing something and I need this in my life. You know, mm-hmm. I'm just focusing right now on my life and making sure that I'm happy. So whatever that whatever that means, whatever comes into play in that. And I'm going to be honest with you guys that are listening. I'm not going to really talk about my personal life. So if I get somebody else in, in, in my life, I'm not going to talk about it. Um, you know, it's it's just been for me now. I just need to be straight on and to the point. I need to just continue my success, continue what I'm doing, get the apartment that I want to get and just continue. Now, does that mean that somewhere down the line, my ex might come back into my life? Maybe. And I wouldn't necessarily not entertain that. But like I said, I need somebody in my life that's happy with themselves, that that is like happy with how they look, what they do, who they are, all of the above, mm-hmm. you know, and, you know, Everything else is just bonus. Being a good mother, cleaning a house, everything. That's all just bonus. But if you're happy with yourself, fine. I, you know, that's, that's what I want is somebody that's happy with themselves. If you're not happy with yourself, I don't know if I really want you in my life because I don't want negativity anymore, Chris. That's why I'm saying like, I don't have any ill will towards her. I don't, it sounded like you, you kind of had something morning, but, um, I don't have any ill will about it. You know what I mean? Like, I, I'm not, like pissed at her. I don't have any ill will towards her. I don't have any disagreements, you know, give me my stuff back. But that's about, you know, that's, that's all I really want at the moment. Um, I guess my only, my only disappointment with it is now that I've made all these changes and I'm such a happier person, I haven't been allowed the chance to show that, you know what I mean? And being, being that I was in a relationship with this woman for five years, I should have at least afforded that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I mean, there might be somebody else that swoops in and takes takes advantage of that. If it happens, it happens. But, you know, at least I've done, gone through the changes and done what I needed to do, not just for myself, but in any relationship I get into. And that that right there, I think, is the point. Gotcha. So, you know, yeah, that's yeah, all yeah. I just wanted to say. Yeah, you had to step backwards, but now, you know, several steps forward, which is a good thing. What'd you say? I said you had to step backwards. You had one step backwards, but several steps forward. Yeah, and and, and I'm I'm so much better for it. And I feel like, and, you know, I, I will say thank you to her because, you know, if it wasn't for her, I wouldn't have t- started to take those steps, you know. And I'll be honest, like, you know, I went to court to get, you know, I, I'm, I'm not going to go into that a little bit too much, but I went back to court to make sure I had a better custody, uh, not custody, um, um, visitation for my kid so I could see him more mm-hmm. because of her. And it was because of her encouragement. You know, I went to get all of this done originally because of her and because she was concerned about my health and also the fact that, you know, I wasn't properly breathing during um, during the night. So I have a lot to be thankful when it comes to her. You know, I just hope that she can find the happiness that she's looking for because, you know, she and her daughter will be so much better because of it. Yeah. You know what I mean? 
So I don't think I was mean. I'm not mean. I'm not a mean person. You know, I'm a lovable Paul. Sorry. <laughs> it is what it is. You know what I mean? So, you know, I just hope she finds, you know, the happiness she's looking for, basically. Gotcha. Gotcha. So, but I guess, you know, and this is going to sound fucking, it's going to sound, it's not corny for coming from me. Uh, you know, they say you got to love yourself before you love somebody else. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, that's something I got to fucking work on. <laughs> That's true. I hate that fat fuck in the mirror. No, but (laughs) listen to me. Listen to me, dude. Like you need to work on that too, man. Mm -hmm. Like you need to be very happy with yourself because I think you let disappointment get you a little bit too much. And I'm going to tell you right now, and there's other people that have been on the podcast with you that are rooting for you too. We want to see you be successful. We want to see you get that woman that you want. We want to see you get that big house you want because you were, you know, you were there at one point because of that, because of that bitch that you married she fucked it all up for you. Now it's time to to bring it back full circle and get yourself back to where you were, man. Yeah, look, that's in the, what, in the past month, since since the last podcast, I went on two dates. With, and I'm and I'm with proud two of you, with two good women. I mean, it's you know, obviously things didn't work out or whatever, but you know, I I'm meeting you know, these aren't these you know, I'm not like there aren't people like I'm not settling for anybody. I'm not you know, it's two good women. Unfortunately they didn't have fucking an interest in me, but you know, at least you know, I, I, you know, I think it was the best thing that I that I I paid for like the premium. You know what 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 OKCupid calls the A list. You know, I paid for the A list. You know, oh, only because you know because I, I get out there and it's like I don't. I mean, I yeah. I, if I go to the bar and I do open mic night or I do karaoke, I don't want to meet anybody in a bar. I that's that's not my. By thing. the way, by the way, let me get this off my chest real quick. Uh-huh. Sorry to in, in, interrupt, but can you ladies please stop with those Snapchat filters? Oh my god! Like I I, I want to see your actual face. I don't want to see whatever filter you use to make yourself look better. Yeah. I want to see the real you. I want to see who what kind of figure you have, and I want you to be honest with me. I, I yeah. get sick and tired when you go on these dating sites, and it's like you see these fucking women with the obvious oh, me, filter. I have the cat filter, or I have the filter that made my skin a lot better. Stop. Yeah, there's okay. the, the Hollywood Stop. filter, and and but I mean, yeah, it's first. I mean, it's annoying with the stupid like dog ears and dog nose, or cat ears and cat nose, oh, or, or or the 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 oh, my God. the wreath of flowers around their head. That's stupid and annoying. And yeah. I don't, I don't find it playful. I don't find it cute. Um, that maybe because I'm a fucking miserable, jaded bastard. But I don't. I, if I look at that, and I, I don't think. Luckily, I don't think. I, when I see that, I don't. I swipe left. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't. Uh, I don't think I've spoken I mean, to anyone yet that has had a, a Snapchat filter <laughs> as their anybody, photos. Chris, I'll be honest with you. Anybody that I've seen that has like just filters for all their pictures, I'm like, no, goodbye. Yeah. I'm like, no. No, because like, that means you're hiding something, and yeah, I don't want maybe you to hide in, something. Maybe like in your fourth or fifth picture on your photo, on your on your profile, because it was like the first. Oh, yeah, one, that's fine. The, your first picture is supposed to represent you. The best yeah. picture represent you. You know, and then by the time you get to the third or fourth, fifth picture, like you know, you could be playful, or you could be, you know, you got these women that they put like memes, like you know, with words and shit like that as their profile picture, like you know, like you know, you know, I, you know. Start the day with beauty, or you know, some stupid shit like that. <laughs> it's like, why is that your fucking dating site picture? Why is that, you know, mm. what, you know? Obviously, we want to see what you look like. I have body pictures. I have, you know, and I understand people they don't feel comfortable with themselves. But you know, look, I'm not gonna fucking lie either. Here's here's me. I'm a fat fuck. <laughs> I'm bald. You know, I dye my beard. Here we go. <laughs> That's what I am. What I am. But you know, so it's not. You know, this fucking. You know, you got these pictures, and it, you know, you got this ones. It's all faces. You know, it's like all right, let's see the rest of your body. Come on. You know, 
I mean, you know, and it says full figured, but like, let's see how full, how full figured yeah. are you. Exactly. <laughs> you know, I just, it just bothers me every time that I see a girl, yeah. like, even if it's just on Facebook, stop with the goddamn filters. Like, just, just put your normal picture up. Everybody will be fine. Don't worry. Nobody's going to hurt you. By the way, your Facebook's personal. Why the fuck wouldn't you just do that? Yeah. Just making the point. You know you what I mean? The, so you got the dog ears and the dog mm-hmm. nose. So that means you like it doggy style. <laughs> oh, God. Only you would think about it in that way. <laughs> All right. So uh, we'll go to break in just a moment. Let me just kind of just uh, – we have plenty of San Diego Comic-Con stuff to talk about. Uh, so we did the Area 51. Um you know, speaking of filters on apps, you know, the big thing now, everyone was is doing the face app thing where people are like, what does nope, it look like me. if you're older? What if it looks like if, nope. you, you know, if you're a guy? And they're like, oh, this is it's a Russian app and they're going to steal your likeness. Bitch, if you're on fucking Facebook or Instagram, they you know, it. it's like it's like your shit is public already. Mm-hmm. You know, you got these girls, you know. There's people with fucking with Instagram, you know, where like you know they're wearing like a two-piece bikini and shit like that, or you know they've taken fifty thousand selfies in the mirror, and and it's like, are you worried about hackers? You've posted literally hundreds of pictures of yourself. The Face app isn't going to change anything. Not to mention you're on Facebook, you're 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 checking in. Oh, I'm checking into you know I'm going to Chipotle and I'm at a Chipotle now. You know you're telling the world where the fuck you are. You're telling the world your whole fucking business. And don't be wrong, I do it too. I go, I'm doing a fucking podcast telling my life fucking story. That being said, uh, you look they talk about Russian hackers. First, I'm not that important. Russia ain't fucking hacking me because I'm I'm a fucking oh, yeah, scrub. No. But it's also like you know I know I put my life out there. You know I'm, I'm not getting all bent out of shape because you know this app is going to steal my face. I've posted a million fucking pictures of myself. I don't, you know. Dude, you there's know. a reason why I don't, I rarely use my, any, like, a lot of my credit cards online because I'm like, I don't trust it. I don't fucking trust it. Yeah. And that's how I protect myself financially because what the fuck? How? I, I can't. Yeah. Oh, by the way, like, there's, um, speaking of that, there's a Equifax thing going around. Um, there's like a settlement and you should look into it too. Um, they're paying out money to people. Uh, because they uh, um, they gave out your info or didn't give out your info. Yeah, they didn't they, secure they their they didn't secure the info well right. enough. Where so I, I already easy. I already submitted, but like I didn't lose any money out of it. So I was just like I'm like well you know I'll that's just what, I, I was just saying you're gonna hack me go right ahead and hack me you you're gonna take my fucking the thirty dollars I have in my fucking checking account yeah exactly. <laughs> there ain't nothing you know I mean don't take it I need it but I mean you know if you're a hacker and you're coming after me you're wasting your fucking you time. sound like one of my you sound like one of my employees at the movie theater she was like she's like oh I'm going to McDonald's to buy it with my one dollar and I started I just started dying I'm yeah like, look you know, I, I, I I live on a fucking budget you know what I'm saying I'm not fucking I'm not living a high life do you brother if, if, I'm going to be right there with you once I get my apartment, man. Like yeah. I make enough right now where I can pay my bills off where I'm, where I'm living. But I can tell you right now, the minute that I get an apartment, Oh, oh yeah. shit. It's like I'm looking like literally, and... <laughs> like literally like I'm, I'm going to be honest with you guys like that are listening to this. Like I'm targeting an apartment complex, not targeting. Wait, that's the wrong. Quote. <laughs> it pins the Paul Fasillo, not necessarily represent two strangers, one podcast. I'm not a terrorist. I swear. I'm, I'm looking at apartments. That's better terming. Thank God. Jesus Christ. Um, that have everything included. So heat, hot water, um, cable, trash, and uh, internet access. I, I found one, and I'm looking at it right – I'm going to be looking at it hopefully soon. And I'm hoping to, to uh, 
to get it because I really, I really, 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 really like that. And it's close by. You know, my parents want me to be kind of close by in case something happens with my dad again. Because, see, that was the other thing that happened, Chris. Around this time last year, probably in either – it might have been today for all I know last year. My father, starting this month and then for the next two months, he had to go in the hospital like three or four different times. Mm-hmm. Like, it was one of those things where I was just like – Somebody telling me that I sh- that it that I was supposed to come back home because that's some weird shit right there. <laughs> like that's some weird shit. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So um, yeah, I mean it, it's it's um, it's it, it's been crazy, but I, I'm very happy where this is going. I mean, um, and I'm just this whole apartment thing is going to be so exciting for me. I'll probably invite you over, even though you smell. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so um, yeah, I'm I'm happy. So. But um, yeah, I mean, let's uh, let's move on to this nerdy news. Yeah. Oh yeah, so stop right. getting uh, on this sappy. Sh- <laughs> well, no, okay, just a couple more things before we go to break. Okay, oh. um, the bottle cap challenge. Everybody's doing the bottle cap challenge. Yeah, the mm. Donnie Yen did it blindfolded. We had the Jason Statham do it. Um, I've seen Ryan Reynolds fail epically at it. Um, I don't yeah. even think he was trying to attempt it, but whatever. I've, I, 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 I reposted an anime one where it was a girl with big giant tits uh, spinning around and her tits uh, to opening the cap. Uh, yeah. There's one from like Russia where the guy like he's pretending to kick the bottle, but he's he's in a store that has a bunch of bottles, glass bottles on like a shelf, and he's pretending to kick the bottle, and he fucking ends up just on purpose fucking just scissor kicking the uh, the whole shelf full of fucking uh, glass bottles. I mean there's a million variations of this. I seen one where like an old lady an old Spanish grandmother is throwing her 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 sandal where in Spanish they call it the chancla. You know, when you were a kid your your grandmother would hit you with the sandal. So uh there was one you know I seen one with the old Spanish lady where she's throwing her chancla at the fucking bottle. There's a bunch That's of those, funny. but it's you know it's one of those things I want to mention it because that's what's going on right now. So when I listen to this podcast 30 years from now I'm like, "Oh, I remember the bottle cap challenge." Um Okay, uh, you said no Trump, but you know Trump did mention airports when he was talking about the history. But that was a long, that was a couple weeks, and it's so weird. A couple weeks ago, and it feels like fucking forever. Uh, when Trump, why don't we had- talk about? If we're gonna talk about <laughs> Trump, let's talk about Mueller. Yeah, well, uh, what happened yesterday? Ah, let's not do that. <laughs> let's not get into that right now. I just oh, I'm mentioning on. it because it's in the notes. Um, uh, when mention when, something and put it in your notes. All right. When the people were when. Uh, the the, the, the uh, you know him making like the tweets against all the 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 crew the you know mm-hmm. uh, Il- Ilhan Omar and uh, 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 Alexandria Ocasio Cortez and then you know people at the rally chanting send her back send her back when she was an she's a naturalized citizen and yeah. you know and the thing <laughs> send her back is so fucking you know it shows you where where these people's heads are at. And they obviously don't want to fucking, you know, they don't want progress. They don't want, they want things to go back. And it's funny because it's just, let's just say it as, as simple as it is. Trump has enabled racists to come out of the woodwork. Yeah. And that's it. And the whole thing is that it's like, oh, you know what? And exactly. To come, to come back out of the woodwork. That's the <laughs> thing is like, they were always this way. And then oh, the, yeah. pa- the past like two or three <laughs> decades, when people were sort of like it, it was frowned upon to be a fucking racist piece of shit, they kind of got quiet. I'm like, and they sat there in waiting, you know. And then all of a sudden, now that you know Trump's in office, now it's okay to bring those fucking hateful fucking feelings back. And once again, yep. look, I've said things in the past that I'm not, I'm not, I'm not proud of. And, and you know, and 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 you know, unfortunately, yes, I I do sometimes let stereotypes 
uh, you know, cloud uh, my judgment and stuff like that. The comments of Chris Cologne do not necessarily. <laughs> I'm just saying is I'm a human being, and I understand. I understand that I'm a flawed human being, and I understand that I make mistakes and I do stupid fucking things. But at least I could sit there and go, you know what? I fucked up when I said that stupid racist joke at one point. I fucked up. You know, I, 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 I look. I say I live in the fucking hood. Yeah, I live in the hood. I live in a predominantly black area. But then again, I have black family members. My ex-wife was black, you know, and not that that justifies me doing anything, but, you know, I can sit, I can sit here as a human being and go, you know, uh, Chris, how could you, you know, you talk a shit about racists and all this shit, but you, you said racist shit in the past. Yes, I have. And you know what? I shouldn't have. I was, I was, I was dumb and I was stupid and, 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 and maybe I was trying to be funny. You know, maybe I, you know, I, I do have a lot of fucking anger issues and hate in my fucking heart, but you know, I don't hate black people i don't fucking i don't think they should be put on fucking crosses and fucking burned you know what i'm saying it's, it's just i've said i've said dumb shit in the past mm-hmm. and but you know these people you know they they were, <laughs> like trump is their fucking champion i was like oh man i, I could go i can be yeah. i can be that person i was again before you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I, I, I hated having to hold my tongue all these fucking decades or whatever because you know the past like 30 years things have things are starting to progress and towards the left and, and being a little more open-minded and a little more and these people must have hated the past 30 years you know what I'm saying where yeah. they have to hold their tongues and, and not be total pieces of shit and now Donald Trump is fucking open the floodgates and they could go back to being pieces of shit so I'll leave it at that I don't I mean if you want to talk about the Mueller stuff I, I I'm not ready we'll, to we'll, we'll talk about that in another podcast okay How about yeah that? yeah it's just you know more fucking just more reason to fucking impeach this cocksucker and then you know I did have the, the I did put Puerto Rico in my notes you know where people rallied so much that they fucking ousted the governor you know what i'm saying the governor did he actually did he actually go out and get out of office i i shit it should have happened today um because I, I was i was following it for a few days and then they had the Mueller hearing and i didn't hear anything else about that so yeah. i know he said the last thing i heard him say was is he, he was gonna um not run for re-election uh-huh. But well, that was the last thing I heard. I mean, and I mean, I'm just looking at the headlines right now. NBCNews.com embattled Puerto Rico Governor Ricardo Rosello resigns amid public outcry. Good. So, so you know, once again, this is this is showing where if people do fucking get together, you know, we can. I mean, once again, how the fuck did he get in office in the first place? But you know, there are people. I think know, here, here's here's. I'm not going to spend all day on this, but here's where I'm at based on the hearing that we had last yesterday. Okay. Mm-hmm. Based on that hearing, we should start an impeachment inquiry. And here's why. Because shit would be fast-tracked if we did. Mm-hmm. So if we can get more information by doing an impeachment inquiry, that's fine. But I also think, Chris, that a lot of people just want to vote Donald Trump out. They want to use their voice by voting him out. So if that's the course that people want to take, I'm all for that. Yeah. But – but what we should do is we should start the impeachment inquiry anyways and just get all this information. So if this asshole somehow does get reelected, we can impeach him. That's my that's where my thought process is at, because, you know, this guy is not it, it's not that he's doing he's not doing his job here. Here's here's something that I that I've been really, really wanting to say. Let's take Donald Trump's Twitter out of the equation and his stupid little rallies where he opens his mouth. Let's say he acted like a normal president. Shock. I know. Um, if he were to do that and just focus in on his economic policies, dude, this guy would get reelected in two seconds. Mm -hmm. Here's, here's the problem. He talks way too much. He's talking like a racist and his administration is in so much turmoil. Nine cabinet members, nine fucking cabinet members have 
been have either stepped down or got fired or quit because because they couldn't handle it. And that's in in a, in a length of two and a half years, Chris. Yeah. Like, if if he wasn't in turmoil... Birds of a feather, man. Dude, like, if, if he wasn't in turmoil, he would probably get reelected. But guess what? People don't want him anymore because he opens his mouth too much. There's Republicans... Th- th- this is the reason why I say that Joe Biden is the perfect choice because he's not going for just Democrats. He's going to get a shitload of Republicans and he's going to get a shitload of independents because Republicans are secretly... They're doing the exact same thing they did when, when Trump was going for the White House. They're secretly not telling anybody, hey, I'm going to vote for this person if they become the Democratic nominee. Seriously, dude, I'm not I'm not lying. Like the people are not telling the truth when they when it comes to their votes. That's what happened in the last election. People didn't tell the truth. And actually, the internal polling that the Trump administration had or the Trump team had for the for the campaign was actually correct because they were actually getting people to tell them the truth. So there you go. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's, uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> just, I know, I know. You you're trying to like you're trying to like reserve yourself. I get it, but I just wanted to say that because that it's just it, it's just the truth. If he would shut the fuck up and not and not do the things that he's doing, he probably actually would win a second term. Not that I want him to, but I'm just saying. Guess what? He's not. He's not going to be president next time. I don't care what I yeah I, I don't care like these prediction models blah 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 blah. If Joe Biden becomes the Democratic nominee, he's done. Trump is done, and I, I I will predict it right here on this podcast right now. If Joe Biden becomes the nominee of the Democratic Party of the for the presidency of the United States in the next election, he will be Donald Trump. That's my belief. From your lips to God's ears, brother. <laughs> exactly. Um. So, yeah. Uh, just, uh, just I mean, we're coming up. We, we've just crossed over the hour mark, so yeah, um, yeah. Nothing else. Nothing else that that's super important. Um, you know, as uh, did I? Was I talking about Stranger Things season three last last episode? Even though that sort of seems like nerdy news, I have it in my regular news because everything in my nerdy news so. is San Diego Comic Con. But uh, Stranger Things season three, it's good. Watch it. Uh, it's better than season two. <laughs> Apparently the train's coming to get me. Yeah. Um, all right. So I think with that, uh, we have a whole other half of nerdy news. With that, we'll be back with more dick and fart jokes. This episode of Two Strangers, One Podcast is brought to you by Comics Etc. 1115 East Main and North Goodman at the Hungerford Building, door number eight. Find out more information at comicsetc.biz or like them on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash comicsetc1. Did you ever see a film at such a young age it left you traumatized with cinematic wounds? Ah, necrophilia. It's a dead issue, man. Don't don't push it. Cinema PsyOps is a weekly podcast documenting an ongoing experiment on the mind of an unwilling test subject. No one should have to watch this movie. Oh, no one should have to watch this. No one should have to watch this movie. Surprisingly, it's not a topic that a lot of people really want to tackle. I'm shocked, prudes. I know, really. Right? It's the next sexual frontier that no one wants to explore. I am, in the most sincerest of senses, disappointed in you. It takes a powerful goddess like Connie, jam her arm down the monster's throat and kill it. I'm still tripping out over that. Even as a kid, I was like, I gotta find a girl like that. Every week, I, I get a new look of disappointment that I never thought I could it's get out of it. unimaginable. At 12 years old, you should not be watching this movie. Obviously. At 13, you should not be. 14, you shouldn't be. I'm not entirely sure even 17-year-olds should be watching this movie. 
just because you're offended by something doesn't mean that you have the right to demand that it doesn't exist. Watching this film again, I had all of this like little nerd glee with everything that kept little popping history up. doll yeah, popping up absolutely. at you. So I totally loved this film. Hey, I know why you you know couldn't see that. It's because your brain's warped from watching this shit at 12 years old. Yeah, this is this is a rough movie. I told you ahead of time when we were getting ready to do it that it was. How did be a you watch movie. this shit at 12? Because physical wounds heal, cinematic ones don't. Listen to Cinema Psyops. And we're back. All right, Paul. All right, so we got all the other stuff out of the way. Let's talk about San Diego Comic Con. And it's like, it, it, it just, I love it because it just means that, like, we're about 120 something days away from New York Comic so, Con. <laughs> so the only thing you want to talk about is the Star Trek Picard trailer. Okay, but we can oh, talk about that. Oh, no, I mean, there's, t- look, I got tons of fuck. I got more notes here than the first half of the show. All right, yeah, uh, if you want to start with the Picard thing, holy shit. It looks fucking good. Mm. I was not a big fan of like when they started showing the Discovery shit because you know this is going to be a this is going to be CBS All Access, right? If I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. So like Star Trek Discovery, I mean, I was sort of, I mean, I was curious, and I watched like the first two, but they put like the first two episodes for free or something like that. That you yeah. know, and I was curious, but I'll be honest with you. I didn't even like illegally stream the rest of the season. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, and I know where to find it if I want to. This looks good. Um, I mean, when they get to the whole like the girl and she's the chosen one or some shit like that, that feels like a little bit corny. But um, for, but I mean, obviously, the, you have to have some sort of plot. You can't focus it purely around Picard. He has to, you know, uh, be Picard around uh, a crew of people. Uh, I mean, it, it's shot beautifully. I mean, it looks like a looks like a goddamn movie. Uh, bringing back data, or I don't know if that's data though, because I think data technically is destroyed. So that might be either data's brother, or I think there was another data. There was another one called like B four or some shit like that. D D four D five something like that. Yeah. So I mean, it's a variation of data, and of course, the funny the joke is, you know, data's an android. Why the fuck does this? This data look all fat and bloated and old. <laughs> and old. I wonder if they're gonna like they're gonna write that into the into the script. Like you know, uh, I was programmed to look like I'm aging like a normal human being, <laughs> so I don't look like a fucking a mannequin for for two hundred years. Um, so uh, you know, it, it, and don't be. It feels fucking great to see Brent Spiner again. Um, then uh, Jerry Ryan as uh returns a seven of nine and of course you know uh the big one of the big uh plot points in the next generation was when uh picard got assimilated by the borg they called him the cutest and you know so he survived you know i guess he's you know you know how many people could say that they were at one i mean besides him and seven of nine they're the only people in the world that could probably say you know in that universe that they were a borg at one point now they're not you know now they they've gotten their personalities back and shit so um you know i mean smart idea i mean jerry ryan looks fucking fantastic i mean she's nice big titties uh <laughs> i mean just saying you know i mean it's not like she's getting work anywhere else <laughs> it's not like she had a and i like you know she had a like you know, uh you know when they called her i'm pretty sure she didn't have anybody else on the line but it's it's mm. nice to see them bring uh bring her back um you know, I, just me speculating. I, you know, I'm waiting for the episode where we see Q uh, come back and, and fuck with Picard because that was always his thing. Uh, you know, and then once again, they got a young girl on the show and he's got a protector or whatever. And he's, you know, he's with this ragtag crew. And so, you know, he's sort of acting. He's the leader of a of a of a crew, even though it's not a Starfleet crew. So, you know, 
they don't have to follow the rules. They, you know, it's not like Stark. You know, and of course, uh, half the fucking uh, half the episodes of the Next Generation was him uh, breaking <laughs> Starfleet's rules anyway, or or bending the rules, or or or, or uh, reimagining the rules. But uh, now it's sort of you know it's him with his leadership abilities, uh, uh, you know, in front of people that are more like mercenaries or something to that effect. Um, I had saw a teaser thing. I don't know. Is Ian McClellan gonna have like a cameo on the show or something like that? I had saw something to that effect. I mean, it would be brilliant if they did. Um, you know, and once again, even if he's fucking for two seconds on the show, I would think it would be it would be incredibly smart on their behalf to bring him on. He's an incredible actor. You know, um, to see him, to bring, for them to bring him on the show. Um, once again, it looks gorgeous. You know, you think he's, you know, he had always said that he had wanted to go become a farmer or work in a vineyard or some shit like that. So here we go and we see, uh, we see him working in a vineyard. How soon until, you know, online there's going to be, you know, Picard Vineyards wine available. You know, you know, that's going to be the big like marketing oh, yeah. thing. Uh, which would probably taste like shit. It'd probably be like some shitty wine that they just slapped the, the Picard label on. Um, it looks good. I, you know, uh, all the speculation that I have, you know, uh, I'm interested. I mean, I, I don't know if they're going to get my money, <laughs> but I think I will illegally stream that show when it comes out. <laughs> uh, you know, I, it, it looks good. It looks really fucking good. Um, and it's, okay, so. Uh, I guess, okay, before we get into other deep, uh, Comic Con stuff, uh, Rucker Hauer passed away as we're recording this. He recorded, he passed away last night. Mm-hmm. Uh, probably best known for his role in Blade Runner as the, the synth. Uh, I mean, uh, is it the synth? No, what, what do they call those? They weren't synth. Um, oh my god, what did they call the, the they were like, they're robots, but they were almost human. Uh, no idea. Shit. Uh, but you know, Rucker Hauer, you know, he had a, uh, he kind of had a resurgence a little later in his career. You know, he was in Hobo with a Shotgun, and he was in the original Buffy the Vampire Slayer movie. Uh, you know, uh, a bunch of cheesy 80 movie, 80s movies, Blind Fury, if I'm not mistaken, where he was a blind guy, but he could fight with a stick. Uh, you know, he was one of those guys. You know, like, he was in one of the, the Batman, the Chris Nolan Batman movies. You know, uh... I mean, people. You say his name, people know what you're. People know who you're talking about. You know, you know, right. uh, you know. Not exactly a headliner, except for you know, probably back and even a Blade Runner. He wasn't a headliner, but you know, uh, a guy with a respectable career, a lot of action or genre movies, and a lot of science fiction or or horror or something like that. So, um, you know, a uh, big shout out to Rucker Howard. And then, you know, since our last episode. Rip Torn, which is, I mean, obviously a fake name, but Rip Torn is a funny-ass fucking name, uh, passed away, uh, probably best known from people, by people as, uh, as the, the, the original leader of the Men in Black movies. I guess people who watch this podcast, listen to this podcast, um, he was in, uh, the Larry Sanders show that was on HBO, uh, <laughs> a, a lot of people also know him as the trainer from Dodgeball. You know, if you could dodge a wrench, you could dodge a ball. Yes. Yep. <laughs> and so Rip Torn was very much a man's 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 man, a guy's guy. Uh, there was a movie years ago in the 80s called uh, Summer Rental, and it's a John Candy movie. And, uh, you know, Rip Torn had a voice that, like, a very indistinguishable voice. And, and I think the first time I got to know him was in this movie called Summer Rental, where he plays this guy named uh, Scully, who's a... Uh, uh, John Candy plans a, fa- a family vacation, and 
everything goes wrong. You know, the, the, the house they booked got, you know, it was a wrong booking. They end up in the shitty house. The shitty house was by like a public beach where everyone's just walking by their house and they just couldn't get any peace and all the shit. So then his, his family basically ends up doing all the, his family ends up abandoning him. And so he's on the trip and, you know, they're all doing their own things and the daughter starts hooking up with a boy and, you know, she gets distracted and the sons end up, you know, hanging out with this other dude, whatever. So then he ends up hanging out with uh, John Candy's character ends up hanging out with Rip Torn, who's Scully, who's a guy who, who he owns a seafood restaurant, and it's the shitty seafood restaurant. But he's also uh, a he's like a pirate, <laughs> you know. And the whole thing is like the joke is that like you know you're not a pirate, you run a fucking seafood restaurant. It's like a character, um, but he teaches uh, John Candy how to sail, you know, and all the rules and knots and you know catching the wind and all this other shit so uh you know then at the end of the movie they have like a big sailing competition it was 80s movies you know they have a big competition and he has to win his respect of his family back uh but rip torn in that movie is fucking genius um was it m i think it was it m it was a men in black was that the name of his character oh no zed 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 was the name of his character men in black so uh you know just a shout out to rip torn okay san diego comic-con trailers and this is the one that's on the top of my list the Jay and Silent Bob reboot. I of course am, it is. Oh, I am so fucking excited about that. Um, you know, Kevin Smith started filming the movie. At least he filmed it earlier this year because he had the he had a heart attack last year in February. And to the day that he had a heart attack this year, he started filming. Uh, you know, they had like a month or so to get everything uh, banged out. I think one of the the biggest uh, surprises in the trailer uh, that a lot of people. Uh, we're surprised to see is he actually got Ben Affleck back because you know people who follow Kevin Smith and all his his world, you know him and him and Ben Affleck had like a falling out like eight years ago, and uh, which is weird because you know uh, if it wasn't for Kevin Smith, Ben Affleck wouldn't have be as famous as he was. You know he's, he he put him in Mallrats and he put him in Chasing Amy, and you know and they had written uh, well Ben Affleck and ben, and Matt Damon wrote uh, Goodwill Hunting, and I think it was like I think it was like Kevin Smith who like he. He produced that script that they wrote. So, uh, you know, if, if there was no, uh, Kevin Smith, there'd be no, I mean, Ben Affleck, I mean, his career probably would have started a little later, but Kevin Smith produced Goodwill Hunting, or he was one of the producers of Goodwill Hunting. So, uh, you know, that's what, that's what put Ben Affleck's name on the map. Um, and, uh, and then unfortunately a couple years ago, they had a, a big falling out and, you know, people were always kind of wondering. And so for him to be in this movie reprising his role as, uh, Banky, Banksy, whatever the fuck is in the character's name is, uh, Holden, or whatever. <laughs> I can't forgot the character's name. Um, uh, a lot of people are surprised about that. I, I, cause he, he plays like three different characters in all his movies. So I always forget which one he's playing. He's playing the guy who helped create. Uh, Blunt Man and Chronic. Um, it, you know, it's, it's called Reboot. It's sort of the same premise as Jane Sonnabob Strike Back, where they're stopping a movie, they're stopping a Blunt Man and Chronic movie from being made, when in the 2001 Jane Sonnabob Strike Back, they were stopping a Blunt Man and Chronic movie being made. Uh, but this one is a reboot, and the reboot is sort of like this edgy, Batman v Superman, where they make it all dark, and and of course you know it's Bluntman v Chronic, and it's Val Kilmer as Bluntman and Melissa Benoist uh, who plays Supergirl as as uh, Chronic. So it's funny, like uh, they got Supergirl and Batman <laughs> to play Bluntman and Chronic. Uh, so I'm super excited about that. Uh, you know, there's 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 a, there's a scene I'm assuming towards the end of the movie where. Kevin Smith puts on like a iron, like the er, the first Iron Man costume, but it's instead of Iron Man, it's Iron Bob. So it looks like it looks like it looks like Silent Bob, but it's a 
robot and you see like you see him the same way we used to see uh uh robert downey jr's head like in the, when it's all black with this you know the screen in front of him showing all the, the technical readouts it's 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 silent bob with all the readouts so that's going to be funny um you know uh they brought, uh, there's like cock knocker henchmen or so if you, if you remember uh, mark hamill played cock knocker in in jane silent bob uh strike back and uh and in this movie like you see a quick scene in the in the they call chronicon not comic-con chronicon uh a bunch of guys like with the big cock knocker fist so i don't know i'm i'm super excited about that comes out in october um they they are having a fathom events where you can watch uh they're going to play jane silent bob strike back and reboot back to back on october 17th so i'm fucking i'm so there dude um okay other trailers and there's there was a couple i don't have every single trailer here uh, but ones that sort of fit to the show. Uh, the Witcher trailer, starring Henry Cavill, the guy who plays Superman. Um, I never played any of the Witcher games. I don't, I think, if there's more than one, I don't know. Um, but I guess fans are complaining that in the movie, he's, he has one sword, because in the video game, he carries two swords. But that being said, the, the games themselves were based on a book and then in the book the character only carried one sword and then again you know let's do the first movie with one sword and then when they get to the second movie he could do two swords okay the happy fucking nerds um all right the next trailer that i have and i don't know why i have this on my list cats which looks like a fucking nightmare it looks like this is what happens you know this is what furries are into and stuff like that like, if you let furries make a movie it would look like cats it, it it just looks very odd you know like they kind of you know they yeah they look like ballet dancers and stuff like that but they kind of using the cgi and they kind of the way they're molding their face with the cat fur and stuff like that like there was a million ways they could have made this movie um but it just looks disturbing i had actually taken my mom to see cats on broadway when i was younger and you know it was like my like a birthday gift or whatever and i fucking fell asleep in the theater like i did and you know and part of the uh one of the things of going to see cats in the theaters was in the, in the actual like on broadway was like the they come out into the crowd and they dance around you guys and they jump on the seats and stuff like that and like the funny thing is i had fallen asleep and i think like they had decided to fuck with me because i fell asleep <laughs> you know and it's just you know sort of you wake up and like there's a guy in a fucking leotard with his dick in your face like what the fuck is going on i didn't <laughs> i didn't pay for this uh so that's my my little uh turn with cats um something i think i think you had complained about this but i kind of hmm. understand why they did this uh top gun because it's not I didn't, no i didn't complain well not complain but it, it's like it's not of it's not a comic-con style trailer you know what i'm saying like and was it were you complaining about that or was it maybe i'm confusing that with somebody else where no no, no it was I, sort I, of I, like I, why are they releasing a top gun trailer around comic-con time because it's not really the comic-con audience were you saying right. something like so that I, or I, I, I was saying that basically i didn't understand why they were releasing a top gun trailer at san diego comic-con but then everybody was like well they do this for regular movies at san diego comic-con anyways and i'm like oh okay yeah, I mean, and I, th- I mean, obviously, people who like Marvel movies like action, and and DC movies like action. This is obviously an action movie, you know. Not to mention that, you know, the, I mean, the whole world is watching. I mean, for people who are into that, people who are into movies and stuff like that, they're all watching San Diego Comic Con those four days. So it, you know, it, it, it almost seems like a no brainer. So you know, now if you're doing like releasing a fucking romantic comedy or some shit like that during New York Comic Con, okay, now you've now we're I don't know what the fuck you're doing, but uh, for Top Gun, you know, it makes sense. Now that being said, 
I don't give a shit about Top Gun. I think I've seen it once in the theater, you know, and I know a lot of people are, you know, they talk about, you know, how it's very homoerotic and that, you know, watching Tom Cruise play volleyball with a bunch of shirtless guys on the beach and that, you know, this is, you know, I don't know. Once again, I could give two shits about Top Gun. I, I played like the Nintendo video game. That's a probably the most, I probably played <laughs> the game, you know, the Nintendo video game years and years and years ago. And that's my only experience with Top Gun, other than watching the movie like once. Sorry, I had to take a drink. You know, I, I like. I that's think what I, she said. Like, I'm more of a Hot Shots kind of guy. You know, when they parodied <laughs> at Top Gun, I think I've watched Hot Shots you know a hundred times. I don't. I think I've watched Top Gun once. So, I mean, not that I'm shitting on it. And I think one of the big things about this movie, with Tom Cruise being the fucking intense psychopath that he is, is that. Uh, I believe he's like legitimately flying the jets when they're filming, you know. And once again, I mean, here's a guy with more money than God. He can do that shit. He's a very intense kind of guy, you know, with the proper training. Oh, absolutely. You know, if you could take a fucking 18 year old who joins the service and teach him how to fucking fly a jet, I'm pretty sure you could teach fucking Tom Cruise. So, uh, you know, uh, and plus, like, you know, these movies, how many people probably join the service? Because they watch Top Gun, you know what I'm saying? So, exactly. you know, they, you know, it only makes sense that you know they, you know, if, if he's properly trained and you have the people who who, who are in charge of these million dollar fucking machines and they give him the a okay, all right, let him fucking fly a plane. If he dies, he fucking dies. You know, I'm pretty sure he was insured enough where if they needed to pay for the plane, they could have. The guy makes, you know, he's one of the top paid guys in Hollywood. Uh, so that's uh, and it, the funny thing is, and the next in my notes was Picard, but we already spoke about that. Um, it chapter two. Oh, don't talk about that. Oh, God. Why? One of my coworkers is obsessed with it, so it's kind of turned me off to everything that's that is it. <laughs> and that's the weird thing is that, like, I once again, like Top Gun, I don't care about it. Chapter two. Now that being said, keep in mind, I read the book. I read the book years ago. Um, I have the original series. I have in my house. I have it on fucking DVD, and I have it on fucking VHS cassette. Um, you know the original, the original. Not, not I say the original, but you know the first, uh, you know, mini series. I watched a bunch. You know, I've watched a billion fucking times. You know, obviously they don't do all the things they do in the book because it was on ABC. It was on primetime TV. Um, I did not like. The reboot. Now, the, and the funny thing is, I actually have the I have the reboot on fucking DVD also, but I sort of bought it just sort of like to complete my collection. Like, you know, if I have all all this other shit, I might as well get the new one. Um, like if somebody says I want to go see it, I'll go with them, but I can't see myself I can't see myself leaving the house to go see it. I really don't care. I mean, am I curious? Obviously, since I said the first half, am I curious to see how it goes? Yeah, but I have a feeling that I'm going to be let down the way I was let down because the movie, although, okay, obviously the movie was better than the miniseries, you know, there's still huge chunks of the book that they skipped and they, and they went over and, and, you know, it, 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 it doesn't entice me at all. I, I really don't care. Like if I miss it and I wait for it just to come out on DVD, I'll, you know, that would, I'd, I'll buy it when it's, you know, five bucks in the fucking bin at Walmart, you know, it chapter two. I, I you know, or maybe I'll, I'll illegally stream it because I, I, oh I'm, my God, you're illegally <laughs> streaming shit. Just keeping it real with you. Um, what I say, I'm not, I eh. wish you wouldn't. <laughs> oh, that's right. I'll, I'll go to where you work and, <laughs> no, you won't. <laughs> All right. So after that, Watchmen. Uh, HBO's Watchmen. Once again, it's, a, it's funny. I'm such a fucking nerd, and I and I and I liked the original. Like the, I've read the comic. Uh, obviously, the uh, the uh, Zack Snyder's version of the movie 
is it's it's incredible you know Zack snyder made i just wish he had now mind you this is following the comic not the movie but then again the movie was so accurate the only thing that was different was in Zack snyder's version at the end he made it look like a nuclear bomb went off in manhattan when in the comics uh ozymandias produced he he basically had his scientists make a giant mutant squid And he dropped it in the middle of Manhattan as if it was an attack. And so, uh, according to this, and, and actually in the trailer, there's a quick shot, if you pause it, where you could actually see the, a picture of the squid, or at least a drawing of the squid, which is the same drawing from the comic. Um, so, uh, not that you, you don't have to read the comic because the movie, the, the Zack Snyder's version was so close. The only thing is just keep in mind, in this world, it wasn't a, uh, a nuclear blast that killed millions of people. It was a, a giant squid. Uh, I don't like the way where it's going. Uh, we see the character Hooded Justice in the trailer. Uh, looks very comic accurate. That's fine. But then again, it's obviously someone pretending to be Hooded Justice. Oh, not pretending to be, because in, in the, in the Watchmen books, there'll be a superhero, and then at once that superhero gets old or something like that, someone else will take up the mantle. So like, like the Night Owl character, there's two Night Owls. Uh, you know, there's, uh, there's two Silk Spectres. So, we see a character that's dressed up like Hooded Justice, and a screen accurate version of a uh, comic accurate version of Hooded Justice, but it's obviously not Hooded Justice because the original Hooded Justice is dead. But once again, you know, it's somebody else taking up the Hooded Justice mantle. Uh, obviously, there's a cult of uh, there's a cult of uh, 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 Rorschachs. Um, uh, Jeremy Irons is playing Ozymandias, which is fucking perfect casting. Uh, you know, and he, I mean, the only thing is, you know. Ozymandias was younger in the comics, but I mean, you know, Jeremy Irons playing Ozymandias is fucking perfect casting. So that I like. But you know, it's supposed to be like this whole world, and it's it's years after uh, the Watchmen, and you know, they have now because the police, you know, at that in the movie, it's an alternate universe where like Richard Nixon is still president in 1985, and 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 the police, they were you know, there were anti superhero laws. But then, like, I guess police were getting killed. So now even, like, the police are wearing masks. So we're like, you're a police officer, but you wear, like, a, a yellow bandana over your nose and your mouth. So, like, people can't see your face. So it's, like, this weird fucked up world where even the police have to fucking wear masks. When the funny thing was, a couple years ago, they actually had, they were against superheroes wearing masks because they were, they had no accountability. So, I mean, it's an interesting take. I, I don't know where it's going. I, I'm not exactly thrilled. I'll probably watch the first couple episodes to see if it's worth anything. But, um, you know, that's just uh, my take. And then uh, Alan Moore, who was notorious for – Alan Moore, the guy who wrote the comic, um, he also wrote V for Vendetta. He wrote uh, League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Um, I'm trying to think. There was one other major comic that everyone knows. Uh, shit. But the thing, the thing was, after League of Extraordinary Gentlemen, he said, "I don't want Holly." <laughs> he was so pissed off on how horrible that movie was. <laughs> Bless you. Uh, he was so pissed off on how. The, and the funny thing is, you, you would think he would like the Zack Snyder version of his of the Watchmen because it's so accurate, except for the the ending. Uh, but. Alan Moore doesn't like any interpretations of his comics being remade into movies. And it's, and it happened like after League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. He's like, fuck this, fuck Hollywood. I don't want anybody touching my work again. Except he doesn't own the work. DC owns the work, so DC can do whatever the fuck they want. But he has spoken out against the series. And then, uh, Damon Lindelof, 
uh, best known for being one of the co-writers of, of Lost, had had, had on, like quoted saying, fuck you, I'm going to do it anyway, <laughs> which is weird. But then again, you know, I mean, Alan Moore should be used to people destroying his work. So, you know, I, you know, I, not that I'm for it, but you know, I mean, I mean, get used to it. Alan, <laughs> you know, and I, I get, I understand why he's pissed off because League of Extraordinary Gentlemen sucked, and you know, and 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 V for Vendetta was a lot more complex than what the movie was. But you know, they would ha- they would have to have like four V for Vendettas or or three V V for Vendettas to properly represent the comic books. And nowadays, you know, they want to make one and done movies. Um, okay, so next, uh, Dark Crystal. Uh, I forgot the the the, the subtitles like Dark Crystal. New Rebellion or some shit like that. Uh, you know, for the fans of the Dark Crystal movies, Jim Henson, you know, nightmare puppets and, <laughs> and weird looking elves. I mean, how many kids are traumatized by those movies growing up? Uh, but they're, they're doing a whole Netflix series. Uh, I'll watch it, I guess. You know, I wasn't a big fan of the, the movies when they first came out, but I mean, I am curious to see how they do it. It's all practical effects. I think, you know, they'll use CGI to fucking fix a couple things, but, uh, it's going to be all puppets and Muppets and all that other good shit. So that looks cool. Oh my. Uh, uh, Terminator, Dark Fate. There's rumors going around that Eddie Furlong might be in the movie. Apparently he showed up at the panel. So he showed up at the panel. I mean, it only makes sense if this is supposed to take place. I mean, it could be a flashback. It could be, you know, a, a, an illusion. It could be, you know, the the, the robot makes if the robot can make himself look like anybody. Maybe he can make it looks like Eddie Furlong. Just the fuck with uh, Sarah Connor. I mean, there's a million different variations. Um, I do. I mean, of course, you know, Eddie Furlong had a lot, a lot of history with drugs and crime and 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 shit like that. So. Um, I am excited, you know, I, you know, he wouldn't be there if they, if he wasn't, so he's going to be in the movie. Yeah. I mean, clean it, but I mean, you know, and it's, you know, that check isn't going to fucking bounce Eddie, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Get your shit together and, and, and show up and, and play nice. Um, and you know, and I don't think he's an asshole or anything like that, but I'm just saying is that, uh, I'm excited if he is going to be in it. Obviously he probably is going to be in it. It'll probably be some sort of flashback or, or, or something like that, but you know, uh, he was there for T2. This is the the technical, the real sequel to T2. The other, you know, three through six don't count anymore. So I'm excited about it, you know. And hopefully they look, they, Eddie, look, we'll get you fucking work again. You know, stay clean and fucking, <laughs> you know, we'll get you, we'll get you some more work, okay? Um, what are you the gangster boss <laughs> of Hollywood? Uh, you know, it's like you wanted, to, uh, you know, it was one of the biggest movies ever made. I want him to fucking be, you know, stop being a you know, let him. Maybe this will be a resurgence in his career. Maybe you know the same way like uh, they brought back, uh, you know, what's his face in Pulp Fiction. You know, <laughs> you know, this is maybe they'll this will be his his renaissance. Um, okay, Disney's Mulan, which I don't think I didn't see it. At oh, Comic-Con. it looks really good. I I didn't see it at Comic Con, but I mean, uh, but this is just a trailer that has come out since the last episode this seems to be serious i, I don't think this is going to be there's no um what the hell's the dragon's name mushu or whatever um they haven't introduced him yet but i do you think i mean they didn't even give like I, I and now i mean if 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 they take this totally serious where it's not a musical and there's no comical fucking you know dragon or whatever i mean i'm all for it also if they want to take it serious um, but it's an interesting, you know, it's funny that you know, what all these live action movies that they're doing that if they go for the serious take, you know, where it's, you know, where, you know, you keep it all 
girl power and all that other stuff. But um, I am curious. Uh, you know, Mulan was a little bit after my time, so like it's like like of course like okay like Little Mermaid, and I was I had that in my notes earlier where they want to turn Little Mermaid black. I don't give a shit, and I think we I think we might have talked about that the last episode. Mm. Yeah, I don't I don't care. I really don't. I I love the Little Mermaid. I have no problem with them making her black. So uh so with this one, you know, having Mulan or whatever, uh if they make it serious, I you know, as I don't have fond memories as a child of oh I love Mulan and I watch it all the time. If they want to make it serious, make it look serious. I mean it, it looks good though, you know, and, 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 and Disney's been sort of having ups and downs. Like, you know, some of them are some of these live action remakes have been great and some of these haven't been great. Uh like we were rec- we're recording this and the Lion King came out and everyone seems to fucking love it. So uh, uh I'm 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 curious about Milan when it comes out, but, you know, and fucking McDonald's better bring out some Szechuan sauce. <laughs> all right, Rick and Morty. <laughs> and that comes out. Okay, so, all right, off the uh, trailers, <laughs> but other uh, Comic-Con stuff, news, uh, the DC TV shows, you know, Arrow, Flash, Supergirl, Legends of the Tomorrow, they're doing a crossover episode. And, of course, they've done crossover episodes in the past where they've gone to each other's shows. Now they're doing a multiverse episode. And the multiverse being that they're bringing back people who were in other DC properties, like Burt Ward as Robin, which is weird because Burt Ward is like 70 years old. And very fat. So a 70-year-old Robin... It's going to be interesting to see. I hope because now technically, when he gets older, he's not Robin anymore. He's he's Nightwing. So it's going to be interesting to see this fat old guy dressed up like Nightwing. And I hope they put him in the '80s Nightwing costume with the big high collar, where it looks like disco. <laughs> he's going to the disco. Um, that being said, also another person a little older. They bring him back, Linda Carter as Wonder Woman. That's going to be interesting to see. I mean, I love Linda Carter, and 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 you know. I'm pretty sure she's still in good, good enough shape where they could probably put her in something a little, you know, sexy. Um, oh, God. <laughs> Brandon Routh, who, and the funny thing is, Brandon Routh, who plays Captain Adam on, on Legends of the Tomorrow, is coming back to play Superman, the way he played Superman in that one, <laughs> that one and done Superman Returns movie. Uh, but he's playing, uh, what they call the Kingdom Come version of Superman, where it's supposed to be Superman much much older he has like graying temples he's very serious because you know he's he's seen a lot of shit so but still it's brandon ralph coming back as superman and then the one that the one that's been rumored which i think you're gonna like is that's rumored they're gonna bring back is tom welling in smallville yeah but i think he's he's not gonna be superman no he has to be superman i don't if i thought that's the whole deal that it's gonna be different superman you know they're gonna be you know brandon ralph the guy that plays Superman now, uh, Brandon Ralph, and then Tom as Welling as, it has to be. <laughs> he doesn't play, if he doesn't play Superman, then it makes no fucking sense for them to. But then again, like, they did bring, like, Dean Kane is technically part of Supergirl, because they, they casted Dean Kane to be Supergirl's Earth dad. Yep. Even though he played, and, and, you know, it would be weird if they had him come back as Superman, but then again, they are bringing back Brandon Ralph, so. Sorry about that. Uh, you know, I am. You know, I don't think they're. I don't think they're gonna give Dean Kane. <laughs> I don't think they're gonna give Dean Kane the cape. Um, I could have sworn. I mean, I could have. Tom's. I'm, I. I, I kind of googled it right now. I could have sworn that I heard that he's coming back, but I, maybe that was just a rumor. Um, he had said in an article. Oh, he was on. Um, the guy that played Lex Luthor in in Smallville. 
Um, he oh, was on Rosenbaum. his podcast and he said that he'd be willing to come back as Batman in an oh, episode. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> but uh, I mean, the only oh, hmm, that's interesting. I don't know because like you know they seem to they seem to really try to. It's funny that they'll put Superman in the show, but they really try to skew away from Batman. They want to save those for the movies and stuff like that. Like even even with Batwoman, like I think like Batman's like you know you see like his cape running away and then you know like that's that's all we're gonna see of batman in the, in the cw shows but um i don't know uh, but it, if he comes back they better fucking make him superman don't play this fucking bullshit um all right so that's uh that's the arrowverse crossover uh they had announced at comic-con a snowpiercer tv show did you ever see the movie snowpiercer uh no i didn't it's a it's a movie it has uh chris evans in it and it's supposed to be like a future where like the environment has gone to fucking where the whole the whole earth is like frozen and all of humanity lives on this fucking train. So basically Rochester, gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> and uh and and so it's this train that circles the earth and they have to keep moving because if they stop moving they'll freeze over themselves. And then like the train is sort of like an allegory for society where the closer you are to the front of the train, the more rich you are and stuff like that. And, you know, like the poor people try to in the movie, they like start a rebellion and push their way towards the front. And like the guy that leads the rebellion finally follows. He gets to the front. Now, there's a very interesting if you ever watch the movie, uh, there are there are a couple of videos about this on, on YouTube where they're saying Snowpiercer is Willy Wonka in the future. Weird. Uh, yeah. Where like because uh, it's supposed to be like this genius who, who you know, uh, has un- unconventional ideas and all this other stuff. And then, like, when you watch the movie, there's, like, a character that looks like, uh, or, or acts like, uh, uh, Veruca Salt. And there's a, there's a character that kind of acts like Violet. And there's a character that kind of acts like, uh, Augustus Gloop. And, you know, all the characters, uh, all the characters from the movie. So it's sort of like this weird, twisted version of, of Wick- Willy Wonka, uh, in this world. And then, of course, the last guy, the guy in the front of the train, the, the main guy is supposed to be Willy Wonka. And, you know, and he, you know, he offers Chris Evans, you know, I mean, it's spoilers, but, you know, he offers Chris Evans a chance to run the fucking train. Like, he goes, you know, I I need someone to take over when I die, so, you know, why not be you? So it's very much like the Charlie character from Willy Wonka. So, uh, I mean, I don't know if you ever saw the movie. The movie's, it's it's good. It's not a bad movie. Um, but now they're making it into a TV show, so obviously, I don't know. It's, you know, it's, it's starting all over again. Um, but once again, if, if you ever watch the movie... Uh, watch these uh, videos on YouTube comparing Snowpiercer to Willy Wonka. It's it's pretty interesting. Obviously, I think the guy is, is not. It's, it isn't a coincidence. Um, Batman Beyond coming to Blu-ray. Holy fucking shit! Super excited about that. Which then again, I was super excited about Batman the animated series coming to the Blu-ray, but I'm just too broke to buy it. <laughs> it was like it was like sixty-five dollars, eighty-five dollars, or something like that. But something. Um, but um. You know, I mean, I know my birthday passed or, you know, we're a couple of months away from Christmas. Uh, <laughs> anyone wants to get me a Batman Beyond a Blu-ray? Uh, nope. <laughs> uh, I'll be super excited. And the whole thing is that, like, uh, you know, the guy, the, the DC, um, uh, what's the guy? Public relations guy who we're both, uh, you know, who's the guy that kind of hooks up all of our interviews for Comic-Con. I wouldn't be surprised if, if when we go to Comic-Con or when I go to Comic-Con, uh, there'll be some sort of Batman Beyond panel. So it'll probably be, you know, Will Friedel again and and, <laughs> and Kevin Conroy again, uh, which I'm not fucking complaining at all. Um, so that's, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised, but hopefully we'll get those interviews. And I'll interview Kevin Conroy for a third or fourth fucking time. Uh, <laughs> all right. Uh, Rick and Morty. Rick and Morty season four. They had showed a little clip 
uh, at Comic Con. Nothing, nothing, you know, just another episode or whatever. And they have an alien that's creating an app. And of course, you know, in, in the world of Rick and Morty, it's probably an app that takes over the world or some shit like that. Um, for the Transformers fan. Now, we're going to get to the Marvel shit in a second. But uh, we'll, um, let me just wrap this up. Uh, for the Transformers fans, they, they have put out a Unicron. Uh, you know, for the 1986, the, the, the only good Transformers movie, um, Unicron was the bad guy, was a giant planet that transformed into a giant robot and eight other planets. Um, they had put out like this deluxe Unicron for Transformers cost $575 and it looks fucking gorgeous and I want it, but I don't have that kind of money. <laughs> if I had that kind of fucking money, I would have bought one because, you know, right now a lot of the people are, the other fans and f- friend of the show, John Galbo, he got the, uh, the Optimus Prime, not Optimus Prime, the, the Ghostbusters one where it's Ecto-1, mm-hmm. Ecto-1 transforms into a robot and it's right. like, it's called like Electron. <laughs> uh, oh no, no, uh, is it Electron or Proton or Protron? I don't know, whatever, but, um, so they, they released that and I think, you know, that, those were kind of expensive. I think that was going for like 200 bucks or something like that. Maybe on the, maybe on the aftermarket, you know, it was going for like $200. Um, yeah, but a 500, which then again, that's $575. That's what Hasbro was asking. I can only imagine once it hits fucking eBay, it'll probably be like two grand or something <clears> like that. But I want one. Uh, I'm never going to get one, but I want one. Uh, then also the last bit before we get into the Marvel stuff, before we get into uh, Phase 4, uh, Eddie Murphy. Jesus Christ. What? I live for this shit, bro. Give me <laughs> Let me have this. <laughs> uh, Eddie Murphy is looking to ink a deal with uh, Netflix, of which he will be the highest uh, paid. I want to say, I think, you know, for comedians, uh because what they gave they gave like Dave Chappelle sixty million if I'm not mistaken so I think Eddie Murphy's going for like seventy million and I I don't quote me on that because I I think I read that as like a rumor but uh so Eddie Murphy is going to come back and do a comedy special or at least a couple of comedy specials at least two if I'm not mistaken uh for Netflix the same way Dave and Dave Chappelle like they they released them both at the same time uh Chris Rock was also one of the higher paid ones so I mean Eddie Murphy coming back. I think, you know, he's been wanting to come to, and then they teased it with, um, there's a new season of Comedians in Cars getting coffee with Jerry Seinfeld. So, uh, one of his interviews is, is Eddie Murphy. And it turns out, I guess, Jerry Seinfeld and Eddie Murphy knew each other back in the early 80s and they were both comedians. So, um, you know, it's, it's cool. <laughs> you know, um, uh, so Eddie Murphy's gonna come back. I, you know, I, I, I love Delirious and I love Raw, uh, his our first two specials. You know, oh, yeah. you like it raw? Okay. You know, he did a bunch of fucking Disney movies, which, look, you know, those checks don't bounce. You can't blame him for, like, Haunted Mansion <laughs> or Meet Dave. <clears throat> you know, stupid movies, yes, but look, you know, a paycheck's a fucking paycheck. Um, but I think we're going to get the nasty, dirty, uh, you know, curse-filled Eddie Murphy back, and I'm super excited about that. Um, you know, I, don't, I mean, I like Dave Chappelle, and I like Chris Rock and all this other shit, but Eddie Murphy is sort of like an elder statesman, and I want to see him come back and, and come back hard. <laughs> all right. All right, Paul, let's talk Marvel Phase 4. Um, let's talk about the things that they didn't announce, or not didn't announce, but weren't really part of it. There was nothing on the timeline for Black Panther 2. There was nothing on the timeline for Ant-Man 3. There was nothing on the timeline for Guardians of the Galaxy 3. Um, what's the other one? I think there's one more that... Nothing on the timeline for Spider-Man, but then again, you know, that's... uh... No Black Panther either. Yeah, no Black Panther. Uh, the only one that's coming back, the only, the only one that's new on the list, not new, excuse me, the only one that's, that's, that's a sequel on the list is Doctor Strange. 
Right. Of which they said, um, it's called Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness. And they had teased the multiverse in uh, Spider-Man Far From Home. And I, we could talk about it now because that fucking movie's been out for like a month now. Um, in Spider-Man Far From Home, the, they say Mysterio's from another universe. He's not. But, uh, they speculate about other universes, uh, as scientists. So, in this world now, and especially now that they've announced it in uh, Doctor Strange, there is a multiverse. So with that, they can have a lot of fun uh, doing, you know, weird versions of other characters. Uh, the the Doctor Strange one, they said, is going to be Marvel's first horror movie, which I think is super interesting. Um, you know, uh, you know, Doctor Strange always kind of, you know, has to deal with like mystical and 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 spiritual and and you know this other realm type stuff so there's a lot of horror that can be done uh it being a multiverse you know we can go back and you know you can bring back any fucking character that's been alive in the uh you know any any character that's even been hinted at at the in the, in the marvel universe can be part of this movie because it's the multiverse you know where if someone is dead in one universe they don't necessarily have to be dead in this universe, um, what else? Okay, so because uh, remember, because Fox had a movie coming out later. This Fox had originally planned on like it was an X Men related uh, movie that was supposed. What was that movie supposed to be called? Uh, uh, I don't remember. Shit, um, it sort of got shelved or whatever. <laughs> like, I can't remember what it was. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, so so that didn't get. Um, I think it's going to get released, but they'll probably just put it like on on Disney Plus or whatever. That was supposed to be like not not supposed to be the first horror movie, but that had horror elements and that got shelved. So uh, <laughs> that shit ain't happening. Um, so what would what I have in my notes? We have uh, oh yeah, and Endgame beat uh, finally beat Avatar, which of course you know the you know the joke is you know they're both owned by Disney, so what's the big competition? You know, well, they, Disney win. Don't you mean? Don't you mean Disney dragged the the dead carcass of <laughs> of Avengers over the line? Yeah, I mean, I, I'm such a fan of these movies. I'm glad that it beat Avatar. But then again, like I said, Disney wins anyway. Uh, but that being said, neither have actually beat Gone with the Wind. When you take Gone with the Wind and adjust for inflation, that's actually the the highest grossest movie, highest grossing movie of all time. But then again, that's a movie that came out almost 100 years ago maybe 80 years ago so uh, one of the shows that were announced and this one i believe is going to be a disney plus show is what if and yep. what if from the comics and that yeah that's a disney plus show i believe it's going to be animated i could be wrong uh with what if uh in those comics there was back in the day what if uh what if luke cage got mjolnir you know what if you know uh wolverine you know what if the punishers you know, what if they took the Punisher and gave him Wolverine's powers? You know, what if what if the Punisher was 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 what if the Punisher, ha- you know, was born with mutant powers like Wolverine? Um, you know, and his family got killed and so. I mean, it's just weird. You know, uh, I I love those comics when I was growing up because you know you you don't have to follow continuity, you don't have to follow any kind of storyline. Now, the one thing that a lot of people notice is that if you look at the logo up close for the What If, you see in the upper left corner. Marvel Zombies. And from uh, Spider-Man Far From Home, there's a great scene in the movie. And I think I, I didn't want to talk about it the last episode, but I could talk about it now. And if you want to say spoiler alert, spoiler alert, there's a scene where Mysterio fucks with Spider-Man using all these funky projections and holograms and illusions where there's a whole scene where Peter Parker can't tell what's real and what's not real. 
and it's Mysterio fucking with him. And then there's a part where he, you know, uh, Mysterio says, like, you know, you'll never live up to Tony Stark and you'll never live up to Iron Man and all this other shit. And then they use uh, Iron Man, like, crawling out of the ground, mask half gone with a skull in it looking like marvel zombies so they kind of they they give an homage to the marvel zombies uh by showing that scene you know in a, in a beautiful you know cgi of of a tony stark with you know with the half the face missing with the skull under it and all the other shit so you know it was obviously a a a, a homage to the marvel zombies but then once again if you look at the what if logo in the upper left corner you see the marvel zombies and there so obviously they're probably going to take on that because you can't do it you can't do it in this in the cinematic universe because uh you know it, that would continuity would fuck up all these continuities but you can make it a what if and and once again animated so you can have fun with it uh one of the other things that's kind of teased in logo is a a Captain America type. And long story short, it's, it's probably going to be what if Peggy Carter became Captain America? They had gave her the super soldier serum, so there that's going to be another one that's speculated that they're going to. Um, uh, one of the other stories they're going to do. There's a couple others, but I don't know off the top of my head um, what they are. Uh, there's the Eternals movies, and part of the Eternals movies are the Celestials. And if you remember from Guardians of the Galaxy. The Celestials were the characters that kind of had the Infinity Stones before, and you know, and then were trying to use it to like destroy planets and shit like that. So it ties right into Guardians of the Galaxy. It ties right into Endgame. You know, the Celestials, who are like the parents of the Eternals. You know, those characters already have been established. So we will have we'll see those characters again in the Eternals movies. They have Angelina Jolie and Kumail Nanjiani uh, in the movie. Um, once again, this is, it's basically Guardians, of, it's a, it's a new Guardians of the Galaxy. It's, it's, let's look at all these weird fucking odd characters and let's make a movie out of it. Um, Blade. How you feel about Blade, Paul? Uh, if it's PG-13, it's gonna suck. Yeah, that's the one thing that everyone is sort of, I mean, that's, that's one of the things I've heard people fucking get upset about. Um, the, you know, the, the, one of the bigger part of the news about that is the, uh, what was his name? I can't, I'm not even going to try to pronounce his name. But the, <laughs> the guy who won, uh, you know, he was from Green Book. He played Cottonmouth in Luke Cage, showing that the MCU, the movie universe, does not give a shit about the Netflix shows. Uh, they took the same actor, and they, you know, they're making him Blade. And then the funny thing was that, I mean, he had already played Cottonmouth, and as soon as they said, and this is the story, like, the day after he won his Oscar, he called up Kevin Feige. And said, I want to be Blade. So, I mean, I don't know if you call that brilliant or if it's a dick move. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, right. you know, and obviously people wanted to see Wesley Snipes. Um, Wesley Snipes is getting old. Come on. You know what I'm saying? Would I love to see Wesley Snipes? Absolutely. I would love to see Wesley Snipes, but come on. Come on. He's not going to do, you know, if these movies go out, you know, I don't want to see Wesley Snipes in 10 years still playing Blade. That's sad. You know what I'm saying? Get young get a younger guy in there young blood ha 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 get the joke uh playing uh blade um and once again once you go back to the multiverse of madness and doctor strange you can have a cameo by wesley snipes you know what i'm saying and in the multiverse you could bring back anybody you could bring back someone from like the earlier fantastic four movies you could technically have Deadpool. You could technically have Patrick Stewart playing fucking Professor X if you wanted to. Because in the multiverse, you could bring back any character. So we might see Wesley again, but he can't fucking headline the movie. He's, you know, come on. I love Wesley to death, but, he, you know, let's let, let the man rest. Um, so that's pretty cool. Uh, Thor, Love and Thunder. 
which you had asked, how the hell is uh, Natalie Portman supposed to play a, a female Thor? Mm-hmm. From the comics, there's a the storyline is um, Thor does something, and that I don't know, that deems himself, it makes him not worthy to, to, to wield Mjolnir. Uh, the, Natalie Portman's character, Jane Foster, the character, is actually dying of cancer, um, but Mjolnir does find her worthy. So when she picks up Mjolnir, and once again, this is sort of, and if you remember in Endgame, there's a part where, you know, uh, Thor gets the hammer, and even though he looks like a fat slob or whatever, like, he puts, picks up the Mjolnir, and Mjolnir kind of fixes his, not that he's still fat, but like, you know, it makes his hair clean and his beard clean, and he puts on all these cool new clothes. So, uh, Natalie Portman's character, when she holds Mjolnir, is no longer affected by the cancer and stuff like that, and becomes like, you know, this, I don't know how they're going to do it in a movie because Natalie Portman looks like she's 105 pounds soaking wet, but she's supposed to be a thick, muscle-bound, attractive woman that's basically Thor, but she has a part of her helmet covers her eyes and her nose, so you never really see her face. But technically, when she's holding the, the sword, she becomes Thor. And then Thor, since he's like disgraced, he goes by the name Odinson. Which is what is his last name? Odin's son. Is he's Odin's son? So he he cha- he like he feels himself not worthy to even call himself Thor. He calls himself Odin's son. So Love and Thunder, being directed by fucking Taika Waititi, the guy who did uh you know Thor Ragnarok. Uh, you know I trust him. I'm pretty sure he's gonna have fun with it. You know Natalie Portman. It's funny because you know we all thought Natalie Portman. But remember they they had her footage in Endgame. They're like wow, they had to use this old footage that they recorded years ago to bring her back, and then all of a sudden they're giving her her own fucking movie. So, uh, you know, once again, those Disney checks don't bounce. Uh, so she's back, you know. Like I said, they probably backed up the fucking Brinks trucks to her house. So, uh, you know, and then people are like, oh, she's the first girl Thor. Well, if you remember in the 80s movie Adventures in Babysitting, there was a girl that was rocking the Thor helmet back in the day. <clears throat> but but that's just me. All right, I have one more thing and we'll wrap it up. Okay. <laughs> Oh, no, two things. I'm oh, sorry. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> this will be like a two-hour episode. Uh, they're doing Don't a... mind me. You'll just hear me start snoring. It'll be fine. <laughs> uh, they're finally doing a Black Widow movie. You know, it's sad that we actually we had a good... And I'd have nothing against Captain Marvel, but we should have gotten a Black Widow movie before we got a Captain Marvel movie. You know, for the character that was dead and can never come back from Endgame, boom, they're going to give us a prequel movie where uh, they talk about, you know, the early training of the Black Widow program and the Red Room. And I think they're going to try to fix, like, from Age of Ultron, when they were talking about how, you know, I was sterilized and I was turned into a monster. A lot of people didn't like that. So, um... Uh, they're gonna, you know, talk on that. They're bringing back. They're bringing David Harbor in, the guy who, from, the guy who plays Hopper from Stranger Things and played Hellboy. He's gonna be in it. Um, there's another one more famous person in it. Whatever. But so we're gonna get a Black Widow movie where it's gonna be uh, Black Widow uh, training and 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 you know fighting people that also she was trained with. And I mean, there's a couple other things here, but the, uh, these are the ones I'm going to talk about. And then my last thing I wanted to mention was the Shang Chi movie. And if you see the logo, and it's with Shang Chi, something about the Ten Rings, uh, the Legend of the Ten Rings. And if you remember from the very first Iron Man movie, uh, when he gets captured, when Iron Man gets captured by the the terrorists, they are the Ten Rings. And then by the time we got to Iron Man three, they had mentioned there was a Mandarin who uh, the character in the movie ended up being a, a fake Mandarin that was, you know, pretending to be. But there was a, a Marvel one-shot, a little, uh, and you can look it up right now, and it's there's officially on YouTube, like, from on a Marvel page. It's called All Hail the King, and it's, you know, the character from Iron Man 3 
in jail and uh basically you know they they at the end of the at the end of the and it's i hope i'm not spoiling it they say hey the real mandarin wants to have a couple of words with you (laughs) so apparently there is a evil criminal mastermind part of this you know uh asian style asian ish mafia you know you know triads or or yakuza whatever you want to call it uh who's in charge of all this shit and he wants to he's gonna have a couple of words with the guy that was pretending to be the mandarin so uh i wouldn't be surprised if we see that character in the shang chi movie but that being said that's going the same way multiverse of madness was a horror movie shang chi is going to be a kung fu flick so i like you know like how ant-man was a heist movie and guardians of the galaxy was sort of like a, a space opera you know and 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 winter soldier was like a spy thriller they're putting these movies that okay now we're going to have a horror movie now we're going to have a kung fu <laughs> flick so i'm i'm all for that um they're doing a, a falcon and winter soldier disney plus show you know basically them fighting over who's going to be the next captain america uh there's a wanda vision uh with wanda and the with the with the scarlet witch and the and the vision i heard it's going to be like this weird thing where it jumps from it's almost supposed to be like a parody of sitcoms or something like that i don't know what the fuck's that all about and and it's sort of like following their characters through different generations I, i'm not too big on that or whatever and uh there's going to be a loki <laughs> tv show and a hawkeye tv show and i'm pretty sure you know this is remember there was if you watched endgame there was a loki that disappeared so even though our loki has died there is another loki in the multiverse who disappeared so there's you know and i think that's going to be loki you know different stories about loki once again through different parts of you know through, through the generations, through the years, the same way like WandaVision is. And then there's a Hawkeye show, and who gives a shit about a Hawkeye show? <laughs> I do. Oh, you do? Okay. Yeah, I, I wouldn't mind seeing one. I mean, I'll be interested, but I mean, like, eh. I, <laughs> I miss it, I miss it. All right, Paul, that's it. Let's wrap this up. That's, that's what, what she, she said. said. Uh, please visit two podcast.net where you can find it on all things show related. You can find links to our iTunes. If you have an iPhone, an iPad, or iPod, uh, you can download uh, all our episodes from the past couple of years um if you don't have an iphone ipad or ipod you can uh download us on the stitcher app that's s-t-i-t-c-h-e-r if you have an android device um the stitcher app what i do is i listen to uh i put a uh, listen later and available offline so i can download the, the podcast right to my phone i don't have to kill my battery on my data when i'm out and about or if i'm just listening taking care of shit around the house i can listen to podcasts without you know straining uh my phone or its battery or my data plan um and of course, our uh, there's a lot of good podcasts on Stitcher. One of them being Paul's other baby, the Tanami Faithful podcast. So you yeah, can find true. you can find that on Stitcher also. Um, and of course, our original hosting site. The, you can go right to the source and find us on SoundCloud. Just look for Two Strangers in the Podcast. Uh, we're, we're at this episode 294, and a couple more episodes we hit episode 300, which is hopefully we'll have something exciting for that um then we have okay uh we want your money we need your money and i'm so fucking busy i keep forgetting to set up a patreon but if you want to support the show you can like and share us on facebook takes two seconds of your time let's spreads the word lets people know about this podcast um if you want to write us you can write us at two strangers one podcast at gmail.com i check the email uh you know we had a long-term listener oscar he's calling harass me and say nasty things all the time uh he's he's fallen off the face of the earth so you know we'll just take it as it is uh we're on twitter at stranger podcast uh if you want to follow us on there um 
And then uh, for the episodes that aren't on SoundCloud, you can go back and listen to seven or eight years worth of podcasts. Uh, we're on. You can listen to older episodes on YouTube. Once again, just search for, search for Two Strangers One Podcast. You could also find on our page. You could also find my audiobook, Odd I See a Tale from the Road. Uh, I can't think of anything else. I acquiesce the floor to you, sir. All right. You can find me on Twitter at Paul Pascrillo. You can email me, Paul Pascrillo at TunamiFaithful.com. And uh, that's about it. Oh, you can listen to me on the Tunami Faithful podcast as usual. So, <laughs> All right. Well, we certainly hope you guys enjoyed listening, had as much fun as we did recording. Thank you for listening to Two Strangers in One Podcast. I'm Chris. I'm Paul. Don't be a stranger. Peace. We're out. Bye. You should be fapping. <laughs> Stop sexually harassing girls, Chris. <laughs> Right, here we go, man. Go ahead. You want to read Double it? Jackpot. What is it? It is a self-published book by Christopher Cologne. Chris Cologne? Smells good to me. But- <laughs> <laughs> Look at her. That broke that fucking cold little exterior. He's like, hee. But it is spelled C-O-L-O-N. And punny. But... <laughs> Double Jackpot is a book about a comic book artist, Eric, who is in a loveless relationship with oh, a materialist, I feel you, Eric. Lynette. I, 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 oh, fucking. Are you sure I didn't write this? Uh, I, I, it sounds hauntingly familiar. He starts cheating on his girlfriend with a more creatively, su- sorry, creatively supportive woman, Nadia. Well, I, I gotta meet her. Where's the Nadia? There's your summer girlfriend. Summer Nadia! Is Nadia. Nadia? Yeah, I think Nadia spelled with an A. All right. Both Lynette and uh, Nadia play the double jackpot, the largest payout in lotto history, much like the recent Powerball. Both girls play his birth date as the winning re- as the winning numbers. Eric is now stuck between two of the country's richest women. Who will he choose? It's not that simple. This is a clever fucking idea, yeah, man. Is. Look at her, fucking. She's impressed. I am. Summer. She got some summer reading. <laughs> Christopher Cologne smells real lovely with an original idea. Is this? I've never heard this before. I haven't either. This is a self-published book, much in the indie spirit as Kev's Clerks. Oh, you don't even need to name check me. It's just a good idea. You could stand on your own, man. You don't even have to be like, hey, remember Clerks? This is nothing like that. <laughs> this is way more original than Clerks. It's a good idea, man. Why didn't I think it is? I need something to read. This book is part of the Comic Books Heavy Metal Video Games Trilogy Book 2. Odd I See, A Tale from the Road, coming soon. Right on, man. It's part of a trilogy. This is the first part. Way to write, man. He's seeking a literary agent. Motherfuckers, anybody out there? There ain't no literary agents listening to this show, I assure you, sure. Sure. I assure you, sure. But somebody know a literary agent? Hook a motherfucker up! Chris Cologne come up with an original idea. I should tell Raskin. That's a good fucking idea, to be so honest too. with you. That's a fucking rom-com right there. Megan, get Raskin on the phone. <laughs> Isn't it possible to get Raskin on the phone? No? Yeah. I want to run it past him, man. I want to, And if it happens, I get a taste, Chris Cologne. I get a, a whiff, if you will. The book could also be ordered on www. L-U-L-U.com. That's Lulu.com. I understand that. I just want to spell it out. <laughs> Normally one says it, that spells it. Still, Lulu.com. What is that? Do you know what it is? I don't know. All right. The book could also be ordered on www.lulu.com. Search for Double Jackpot Christopher Cologne. A paperback version of the book is $15, and a PDF file is only 5 bucks. 
Five dollars yeah. is insanely inexpensive. Fifteen is not even that bad for a hard for a paperback version. No. This is a million dollar idea right here. Like a, a fucking a movie about a dude who fucking is stuck between two chicks, both of who play his birthday and win the lottery. Come on. Come, I, like I can it. see that trailer. Chris Cologne is on to something. Nobody else can smell it but me. I'll read it. Thank you. I'm going to make that smelly joke. I all. know. You're trying to get me to laugh again. It worked once. <laughs> Double Jackpot is a self-published book by Chris Cologne, man. It's the first book in his comic books, heavy metal video games trilogy. Book two, Odd I See, A Tale from the Road, should be coming out soon. Get all the information at Chris Cologne. Like a motherfucker. I and will his totally book, read this. Double jackpot. I'm serious. I'm gonna recommend that to fucking Raskin. That's how is that not a movie? You know what I'm saying? This could be a sexy movie. You could do an R-rated version. There could be nudie in it, and you could sell them fucking both chicks. Maybe a little penetration. Maybe a butthole shot. No butthole, no care. I would like to formally apologize to Christopher Cologne. Right no, now, sex sells. <laughs> Chris Cologne will appreciate that. He's like, thanks for throwing a few buttholes in there, man. Don't forget to check out twostrangersonepodcast.net, your one-stop resource for everything show-related. You can find links to subscribe to us on iTunes or on Stitcher. You could also find links to buy my book, Double Jackpot, on twostrangersonepodcast.net. Fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. You're cool. And fuck you, I'm out.